You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Featuring football throughout the county of Cornwall, welcome to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Welcome to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. It's the 28th of October 2022 and it's time to make sure my partner is on the end of the phone line. Are you there, Rappo? Yeah, I'm here, Deeks. Good afternoon, mate. Yeah, it is a good one, actually. It's sunny. It's been raining all morning, but it's sunny now. So, uh, yeah, and we're indoors <laughs> talking. Well, we're <laughs> indoors, not in the sun, but at least we're talking football. So I suppose it can't be too bad. No, no, I could think of worse things, mate, can you? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I suppose you're, you're getting warmed up now for the World Cup coming up. You're getting your couch, uh, your couch out, yeah. and, you know, lying down on it and seeing if you can fit it still and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's about right, Deeks. Yeah, um, yeah, I can't wait, actually. Deeks love the old World Cup, mate. couple of weeks off work, mate, and four games a day, Deeks. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, um, what do they call it? A pig in manure, mate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, have you got your wall chart up or not yet? Bit early. Not yet, mate. No, yeah, a bit early, mate. Bit early. Bit early, <laughs> I might get sold off, mate. I'll try and put up a week before. You've <laughs> got the blue tack ready, I have to. <laughs> right, okay. Right. Well, uh, anything um, Anything been happening on the football, on the local football scene that you want to mention before we get stuck in? Um, quite, quite, well, quite a bit, I think, Dix, but maybe talk about it next week, mate. Oh. Maybe chat about it. Oh. oh right, okay. That was that was very exciting yeah. for a couple of seconds, but uh, yeah, <laughs> right. There's okay. a few transfers going on, Deeks, isn't there? There's a few seven oh. days going oh. in here and there. I so, did. Yeah. Um, I did read somewhere yesterday. I think it was that someone suggested that the seven days uh, rule is well, the, pretty much the biggest waste of time in football. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that, Deeks. It is, isn't it, really? Because there's not a manager in the game, Deeks, that don't put a feeler out for a player, is there? Mm. Or a little word through a player that knows, you know, that knows him. And, you know, it, it is a total waste of time, Deeks, isn't it, really? I don't know what Phil would think about us saying this, mate, you know. In, well, he would, but it is a waste of time. Yeah, deep down, he would probably agree. Um, the, the only yeah. thing I'm trying to think is what, what could you do in place of it to make sure that players just don't disappear? Yeah. You know, well, it's bad enough now. One one day you've got a team, tomorrow you might not have a team, but if you've got transfers that can just happen just like that, it'd be even worse, wouldn't it? So I don't know what the, yeah. I don't quite no. know what the solution is. At least it gives, I, I guess it, if the seven days comes in, generally you know mm. that that player is going to be leaving, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you'd have a good idea with your thinks yeah. as a manager. Yeah. Really, so, yeah. so on that basis, yeah. it does give you a few days, perhaps, to get someone else or to get the you know, the motion going to try and get someone else. I suppose, yeah. but uh, but so, yeah, it is a waste so. of time. But, um, yeah, yeah, totally thinks of it. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. From the Southern League to the Trelawney, we've got you covered. Let's start going around the county. It's, um, well, step three, True City. And let's find out what sort of mood our regular guest, uh, Cam Weldon, is in. Well, another two wins. Top of the table, True City. Come on in, Cameron Weldon, and tell us all about it. Well, I said last week, Dave, that um, 
if I'll speak to you on this uh, Wednesday morning and say that we got two away wins against two very, very good sides, then I'd be very, very happy. And answer is, Dave, I'm very, very happy. It was, um, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, a good, uh, good couple of days' work for us, no doubt about it. Interesting game, though, at Hayes, wasn't it, by uh, by looking at the, uh, the the goals going in? Yeah, no, it was a it, it was a very strange kind of game, really, David. Um Brilliant for the neutral, not so much uh, for me. Having to watch it, we were a bit like, uh, as I, said, I think I said to Paul Watton at the end of the game, it was a lot of a uh, lot of emotions in that game. But um, it was an incredible game of football. But um, yeah, we didn't we didn't start very well at all. It was a we had a long trip, and we're not using that as an excuse. But I think there was a lot of traffic issues as well. So I think we pretty, we got there just before two. So um, it wasn't obviously I don't, it's not the end of the world, but we didn't particularly start uh, great, um, and we found ourselves the first goal element of handball from it but in the end the, the, the lad's done well he's dribbled through and um it looks like he's hit his arm but he's taken the finish afterwards referees deemed it not not to be handball so we, we play on one nil down it's frustrating second goal um a great long full a brilliant finish it's a great kick from the goalkeeper and uh Moses Emmanuel who I mentioned last week scores goals for fun uh, is a real threat and it's a fantastic swiveled finish um Maybe we could have done dealt with it a little bit better, but um, there's in the ball over the top. But it, it's one of those finishes that you just you, you just applaud the striker for, really, Dave. Um, and then uh, the final goal was oh, sorry the um, that was it for Hayes, and then we got we got back into the game and uh, we had a penalty appeal that Rocky. I'm I'm still convinced. Minute, I'm convinced that it is a penalty. I don't quite understand. Wasn't given as a, like if it wasn't if the referee didn't deem it as a penalty, then for me the last man it was the, the foul on Rocky is the last man. He's got to go surely. But um, again, the referee made some strange decisions that day. And um, but with Tyler Harvey on the pitch, I think I put in my match report that a, a free kick is almost like having a penalty when he's around, and it's just, it's well worth a watch. All I'm going to say, it's a brilliant panel there, free kick into the far corner, goalkeeper just absolutely no chance. In. You need that bit of quality, and it brought us back into the game. And within a blink of an eye, it was two-two. Um, Rocky, Rocky, Neil, Ty, and Sully all involved. A bit of high press, and I think Rocky was the one who crossed it in. Ty, I think he'll claim he gets a touch to try and get the assist, but um, and then Sully's just there to slot in his first league goal of the season, which is a goal I think he's been a goal he's needed and a goal that he's deserved. Really, um, he's been unlucky a few times this season, so for him to get off the mark was brilliant. Two all at half time, and. Um, we, we were in a good position, obviously, to come from 2-0 down against a, a very good Hayes team. We, we, we were very happy. And then um, we conceded... A, it was a disappointing start to the second half because I thought we'd done quite... we first five minutes of the half, we'd done quite well. Um, but we just got caught on the break a little bit. And I think Shane White got caught and their strikers just ran through. And the same bloke who scored the first goal absolutely um, levered it into the top corner. So nothing we could have really done about that. 3-2 down. And I think it showed the character from the team and... Um, Adam Porter, who we signed last week, he came on loan from Salford. Uh, he came on and he made a, a brilliant impact and got his goal. He won the ball in his own, it's a, again, a really good goal, won the ball in his own half and set the count, set the move up a bit. I think Will Dean, Rocky both involved and the ball makes its way out onto the left-hand side for Conor Riley Lowe. Whips in a great cross, which we know he's customary to do. And uh, Porter just arrives at the back post and it's a well-taken half volley into the into the uh, back of the net. So, free all. And I've, at that point, you're thinking, OK, we're back in the game. That's 20 minutes to go. But I only ever felt there was going to be one winner in that game, Dave. And thankfully, we, we got we got the goal. And it was, um, 
we we felt it was a penalty which we felt we deserved. We we well, we, we owed one, and um, it's definitely a foul. Rocky's just bundled over in the box. I don't think there was too many appeals from Hayes, and um, again that man Tyler Harvey steps up and sends the keeper the wrong way. Cool as you like, and we win the game four three. So and it, a crazy game of football. As I said, a lot of highs and a lot of lows, but. Um, the fact we came away with three points against Hayes is, ne- I said last week, it's never an easy place to go. And um, it'll be one of the toughest away games we have this season. So to come away with three points is uh, really, really pleasing. Yeah, I should think it will be one of the toughest seeing it finish 4-3. But uh, that that uh, free kick from Tyler Harvey, he made it look so easy, didn't he? Well, it's like it. it I mean, it's, he does it every week, Dave. Like I think we, I, I, I say it was, we run out of superlatives to describe Ty because it's he's doing different incredible things every single week like as you say that free kick is just absolutely pinpoint and it's, it was as I, said, as I said it is almost like when you get a, when you get a free kick it's almost like having a penalty because nine times out of ten you know Ty's going to put it top corner bottom corner wherever and it goes in the net so um, yeah it's, it's brilliant and that's why we've got into that's what he'll say that's what he's there to do to score the goals and as I said we're lucky to have him and that's exactly what he does yeah well he's certainly doing that so uh, everyone happy obviously uh, on that away trip uh, and then you do it again on Tuesday night another win another three points you just keep going don't you yeah it's, it feels like we've not actually got off the coach at the minute Dave but um, yeah it's got back at whatever time it was, Saturday night, and then straight, straight again uh, Tuesday afternoon, um, heading off to Salisbury, which, again, is not, it's not an easy place to go. We've got a good record there, but it's um, many. I don't think many teams will go there and pick up three points. It's a, not an easy place. And um, they're in, a, obviously, Salisbury in a bit of a transition period with Steve Claridge leaving and a new manager coming in. So you have that almost bounce effect, really, where they want to try and um, perform for the new manager and stuff like that. And it was... It was a, it was an interesting game. I said we we had a bit of a setback early on. Ollie Knowles got injured. I'm not sure the uh, full details in that one. But he went off. Um, Porter came on, and uh, again, I thought we played good football and we got our goal, which was thoroughly deserved. I think um, Dan Sullivan again, who I said he deserved his goal. He got another one. This one a slice of luck from the goalkeeper a little bit, but um, you've got you've got to have the attempt. And Sully just has a has a volley or half volleyed shot from just outside the box, and the keeper's he's fumbled it, it's safe to be say, he's gone for his legs and then he's panicked and tried to um, stop it going in and I think he's pushed it into his own net. But Sully will claim it. <laughs> oh, Sully will cl- yeah, yeah, it's not it's not one he'll want to watch back, but we'll, we'll we'll look at it and think Sully claims it, the goalkeeper won't want it, so we'll give it to Dan yeah, Sullivan. Yeah. Um, he thoroughly, thoroughly deserves that goal as well. So one, two and two for him and one nil up and again, within five, six minutes, we were, we were two nil up and we were talking about him a minute ago, Davis, that man again, Tyler Harvey, he just seems to score goals for fun, his customary goal and it was a free kick this time. Will Dean fizzes it in. I'm pretty certain it's Shane White who gets to it at the back post and just puts it across goal. And Tyler, like every good striker does, is in the right place at the right time just to poke it home. And it's like last week it was, or Saturday he was scoring worldy free kicks. Here he's scoring a tap-in. But I'm pretty certain Rocky said it a few weeks ago that any striker, they don't care where how the goals come as long as they get the goal. So... Mm. Uh, that was his 14th goal of the season, Tyler, which is uh, in some going, really. Um, so he, he made it 2-0, and we were pretty comfortable for that lead, it must be said, Dave. Uh, we had a few other chances. Rocky had a chance as well, and um, we were pretty com- comfortable in that position. Second half, Salisbury came out, and they, they, they made a good go of it. They had a goal disallowed, uh, rightfully, for offside, but um, they... 
I think they had one clear off the line as well. Ollie Haste hammered one off the line. So they they, they played some good football, um, Salisbury, and they caused us problems, but we defended well. Um, I think we look, we did look a bit leggy second half, and that's I suppose that's probably understandable with the travelling and the distance and the game on Saturday probably took it out of you a little bit. So um, we uh, we did look a bit leggy, but we we defended well and we got our third goal, and which basically well, if the game wasn't dead already with ten minutes to go, we we wrapped it up and Ben Adelsbury the goal scorer and um, centre half. So it was a, again it was a not particularly goalkeeping that the, the Salisbury keeper want to look back on, but Will Dean again another free kick. He's always He's always good at those, and his cross has been pushed in. The goalkeeper's gone to punch it, doesn't really punch it far enough, and um, I think it's hit his own defender, or I think it might have hit one of our players. I'm not entirely sure, but it ricochets to Ben Adelsbury, who's gone basically just there's a defender in front of him, but he's got the whole goal to aim at really, and just puts it in. And um, the big centre back scores his second goal of the season, and uh, wraps up a, a good win for us. So, as I said last week, to get if, if I'd be very happy if we got six points. From those two games, you, you won't see many teams in our league get going away Saturday, away Tuesday and getting six points away from it. So um, massive plaudits to Paul and the team and um, long may it continue. Yes, long may it continue. And uh, looking at the league table, I know that you don't look at the league table that much uh, this early in the season, um, but uh, it's already turning into a bit of a two horse race, isn't it? Yeah, there's a little there's a little gap appearing isn't there, between Western and Chesham, which... Um, and that could have even increased even more last night. I know Chesham had a, I know they were two 0 down. I think they, um, so they were two 0 up, and then Met Police came to two all, but they managed to grab a late winner, which obviously kept them in it a little bit. But yeah, there is a bit of a gap between uh, third and third and second. But um, as as you said before, and we're not really looking at that. We're just going to try and <laughs> keep focusing. Davis, take one game at a time. It's still only was it middle of Oct- end of October, so still got a, a lot of football games to be played before then and now. Now and then the end of the season. Yeah, a lot of football games. Uh, one of those coming up next is uh, cup game, a FA Trophy, isn't it? Up at Beaconsfield. Yeah, it was one that um, Paul said in his post-match interview uh, on Tuesday night. He said that um, we wanted to end on a high because it's not we haven't got a league game now for till the fifth of November, so a ten ten day break again, which we keep we keep getting Dave. It's yeah. not ideal, but I know I know we've got obviously we've got the BFA trophy game on on Saturday, Beaconsfield, which is kind of ironic because we were due to play them in the league on Saturday at home, but um we've drawn them away uh, in the cup. So I suppose I suppose it works to our favour a little bit because they've got to come down to us on a Tuesday, which or Wednesday, which isn't isn't ideal in the league, but for them. But um, yeah, back attention has turned to the FA Trophy, which is a competition I know Paul liked quite a lot. Um, it wasn't particularly the most entertaining game in the last round. Uh, incidentally, against Salisbury, beat, I know you were there. We beat them one nil, but um, hopefully we'll be looking for a bit. Well, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's cup foot, wasn't it, Dave? I suppose the aim is to get in the hat and the draw for uh, on Monday. So. I think that's 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 what Paul will say to his players. Um, I would imagine there'll be a few changes. I don't know for sure, but um, I'd like to think that perhaps he might use use his squad a bit more. And there's a few players: Jack Rice, Charlie Madden, still coming back to returning to full fitness. So it'd be interesting to see whether they get some minutes as well. So um, yeah, so Beckinsale, we've we've ground. I always quite like Beckinsale as a ground. I'm not told, I think it's got the plastic pitch, which sort of suits us a lot. Um, I know it doesn't suit a lot of teams, but we train on on 3G and stuff, so it does. We we tend to do really well on on 3G pitches. So hopefully we can uh, go to Beaconsfield on on Saturday and get another result, and we can see who we get in the second round if we make it if we make it there, which is the aim. What do you mean if you make it there? Well, if, well, all right, when we make it there. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. Okay. I'll be too optimistic. I'll be too optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a free hit in a way, isn't it? Cup football. I mean, many would say you're not going to win it, but uh, so you know you can go out and enjoy it if you if anyone can enjoy it at the level that Truro play. Exactly, that's, that's the way it is. And the FA Trophy is a competition. I think we did really well in it last year. Obviously, got through to the, was it the third round proper where we got um, Dagenham. So it'd be interesting to see. That was a really good good day out. So a good day for for the club. So hopefully, we can have a few more of them. I don't know what the prize money is like in the FA Trophy. Any idea? Uh, it's not bad, Dave. I don't, I'm not entirely sure of the the exact uh, figures, yeah. but I, obviously, it's not as high as the FA Cup. But pretty, it's pretty decent money from the trophy. So. Um, I'm not entirely sure what it's like with the Vars either, but I think I think it is it's financially as well. It's worth winning games for it, yeah. Yeah, enough to pay your wages. <laughs> not with Tyler Harvey's goal scoring, his goal bonuses going through the roof, <laughs> costing us a fortune. <laughs> yeah, slow down, Tyler. Yeah, yeah literally. No. no, don't slow down. No, no, keep scoring. <laughs> right. So everything good for the first team at the moment. Let's look at the other two sides that we always touch on with Truro City. Uh, the reserves no game uh, they didn't have a game on Saturday today I think no there's no, no game for them last Saturday which was um, a bit surprising as I said they tend to have quite a few games but uh, the weekend off I'm not entirely sure the reasonings for that but um, I'm sure it's probably just a rest period for them but uh, yeah it was it was a weird one Dave and I, there was no game for the 18s either which was kind of surprising as well but um, they're back in action the reserves on Saturday they're taking on Helston at Tregai back in the league as well so um, hopefully they can. I know they had. A, I was at their game. Been to their last two games actually, Dave. So um, they've put in some good performances in cup competitions as well. So hopefully they can turn that into into the league and get another three points. Yeah, tough game. Um, Helston got a pretty good away record, so that'll be an interesting result to look out for on Saturday. Um, under 18s, are they in action at all this uh, this Sunday coming? Yeah, they are actually. Dave, I've not played a, still not played a league game yet. It's been a bit crazy for them. But no, they've got. Um, they're in Cornwall uh, under eighteen Rathbone Trophy action, which obviously is a competition that the club's done really well in in the last two seasons. The holders actually, in fact, Dave, haven't we? Won it last two years. So um, up against uh, St Blazy Youth at uh, two o'clock kickoff at Calliworth College. So um, yeah, I think I might try and pop down to that one if it, if, it, if it's on. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's the biggest thing with the 18s at the minute. It's just trying to get the games on, but um, fingers crossed it is on and we can get a game game of football and hopefully get through to the next round. So we got the first team in cup action and the 18s in cup action as well. So really? hopefully a good weekend. Yeah, that should be a, an interesting match actually. St. Blaise is doing quite well at uh, under-18 football this season. So um, let's hope the weather is decent and the people can come along and watch that game at Calliwith. Um what was it? A two o'clock kickoff, you said, didn't you? So two, two o'clock kickoff, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, thanks very much, Cam, uh, for your roundup. True City. You must be a happy man at the moment, so you can rest up for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to get some sleep, Dave. I think I'll need it. But yeah, no. Uh, all, all good at Truro. Thanks very much. Cheers, Dave. Yeah, everything pretty rosy at. Um, well, I nearly said Truro Road there for a moment, Rappy, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything going as it should do, if not better, I would say, at True City at the moment. Um, bit of a rest for them this week, uh, for the first team that is, FA Trophy. What sort of team are they going to put out, do you reckon? Yeah, it'd be interesting, that one, Deeks, wouldn't it? Because uh, Watsy didn't really take the FA Cup too seriously, mate, did he? Mm. So, I don't know. Nah, I don't know if he'll give a few players a break again, mate, after all their league sort of, uh, well, 
going great in the league, Deeks, isn't it? You know, that's got to be the priority, I suppose, Deeks, isn't it, really? So, wouldn't be surprised to see a different teammate, would you? No, no, I wouldn't be surprised at all, to be honest. I know that um, they would probably suggest that they want to have a good run in the FA Trophy, but I, w- I would imagine if they do get knocked out, they're not going to be too uptight about it, are they? Nah, nah, that's it, Diggs. Yeah, exactly, mate. I, I, yeah, I think the same. I don't think it'll... It's always nice to have a run in these competitions, Diggs, isn't it? And the FA ones as well, because there's decent money there, Diggs, isn't there? But, but, uh, but yeah, you know, the league's got, got going to be the number one, mate, isn't it, for them? Yeah. Uh, have you had a chance to see any of the goals? Um, that... No, no, uh, not yet, Diggs. No, what? I haven't. Well, make sure you uh, look at that Tyler Harvey free kick. Um, made it look so easy. Like I said to Cam, it is unbelievable. So, uh, so uh, great player. Yeah, he's yeah. on top of his form at the moment. I would say. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Deeks absolutely flying, mate. And he lovely as a striker that is, Deeks, isn't it? When you just go out there, you sort of go out there knowing you're going to score rather than hoping you're going to score, Deeks. You know, when you're on a run like that. Okay, so that's true, City. Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football and you've got it. Western League. Now, mixture of league and FA Vars last Saturday in the league. Well, um, we'll very quickly mention that Millbrook didn't win. <laughs> no. <laughs> right okay that's Thank enough said you, about man. that right and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but a, a good win for Saltash United they're going well aren't they they are Deeks excellent mate yeah yeah good old crackers mate he's he's took to management like a like the old duck to water mate isn't he <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> um, bit yeah. of a gap um, developing there between Bridgewater and Saltash and then the uh, well, Shepton Mallet is third place. They're about 14 points behind, I think. So, um, yeah. And um, Callum Merrin seems to be getting you know, a few goals and a, a few good mentions. So, I haven't seen him play, to be honest, but um, it sounds as if he's quite a good youngster. Yeah, seen him a couple of times, Deeks. He is, mate. Yeah, very good, mate. Busy, busy sort of midfielder, mate. Gets forward, you know, makes them sort of good late runs and everything, Deeks, and gets around the pitch, you know, not afraid of a tackle. Good young player, Deeks. Can only see him getting better and better. You know, he's got a, got a good teacher there, mate, isn't he? With, with, with crackers as well, Deeks, isn't he? You know, in that position. So, mm. yeah, good player. Good young player, Deeks. Okay, so in the FA Vars, um, actually, let's go back to Soldash. Got to mention that um, Harrison oh, Davis got two goals there, his first goals of the season. So well done to Harrison on that. But yeah, FA Vars, unlucky for tour point, losing out on penalties. But uh, the Vars clubs, Falmouth and Mausel, both go through. Mausel 3-1 up at Lydney Town. Doesn't sound, listening to Jake Ash, doesn't sound as if, they had too many difficulties on that one. I don't know whether you've been able to to, to watch the uh, Mosel video or not. No, I'm, I'm, I've already done anything this week. I only finished work sort of yesterday, Deeks. So I've been I've been all at it, mate. I've earned <laughs> me money this week, Deeks. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to watching all the local football stuff, mate, today and tomorrow. Right. Well, uh, Mark Goldsworthy. Um, 
got a fourth minute goal. Then there was two from Hayden Turner. He got his second five minutes from time, which pretty much wrapped it up. But Jake was suggesting that it was a, it was comfortable towards or before the end anyway. So I don't think there's too many problems there. Um, they've got Hartbury University in the next round. The um, mm. their Hellenic Division One Step Six. I'm I'm hearing different stories about this opposition some people are telling me that it's going to be a really tricky match but then when you look at the league table placing they're only in Hellenic Division 1 I don't think they're setting the world alight there um, so more than a chance Mose of you know progressing I would have thought on that one yeah I'd be surprised if Mose don't win that one Deeks wouldn't you but I, to be honest with you, I know some good players have come out of there Deeks I'm not that Hartbury and that is a pretty good sport in sort of academy mate in it but but yeah you know I think Mosel can compete with any team mate in, uh, uh, well, uh, you know in the Vaz you know full stop things you know the way, the, the way they play football you know you can see him giving anyone in the competition a game Deeks couldn't you yeah I think in fact um, Hayden Turner is ex um, Harper isn't he yeah that's right mate I think you're right I'm, I'm not sure I'm not sure if Callum McConey was yeah. there as well mate yeah yeah. yeah, that's that's think, who I've seen mentioned. So um, yeah, yeah, Carl yeah. Aiden, yeah. So yeah, great, great pedigree there. I think Deeks, you know, with some good footballers and all, mate. But but you could see Mosel, you know, the way they play Deeks, you know, with Ashley there, mate. The way they he sets them up, you could see him at Wembley, Deeks. Can you knocking it around? <laughs> oh, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I th- I think if we mentioned that to anyone at Mosel, they would say we might be jump- yeah. jumping the gun slightly, but <laughs> yeah, probably getting too excited. <laughs> yeah. Now the other game, Falmouth two, Helston one. All the goals in the first half. Jack Bray Evans penalty and and Luke Brabin putting Town two up uh, before Tom Payne pulled one back with a free kick. Which I have to say, Ryan Barnes was just left there watching it go, yeah. go past him. So uh, he was a spectator for that one. He's great at set pieces, mate. Isn't he? Painter, mate. Isn't he? He's really good, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. That's too. right. But uh, yeah. Well, it was another tight affair. We were expecting a tight game, weren't we? And and, and that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you said that Deeks last week, didn't you? You know, it'd be a goal either way. And, oh, it seems to be the case. Deeks done it between the two teams. I mean, it's, it seems a while back since Falmouth had that 5-1, doesn't it, Deeks, at Callaway? <laughs> yeah. You know, I think, yeah. I mean, I think Wesley mentions later on, doesn't he? Uh, the luck ain't really gone with Town since then. They keep losing by the odd goal. So it was nice to see Town eventually get one over on Alston, really, mate. Well, for you, it <laughs> would have been. That's from right. Yeah, from my point of view, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, you, man- you mentioned Westy. Let's, um, let's uh, listen and hear what he's got to yeah. say. Oh, one of our two Cornish clubs through to the second round of the FA Vars is Falmouth Town. And uh, so let's hear from manager Andy Westgarth. How are you doing, Westy? Yeah, I'm right. Thanks, Dave. Just finished training. So, uh, yeah, a little bit tired. Well, that's right. I'm not expecting to ask you to, to run 50-yard sprint or anything like that. <laughs> that's it. I've just done all that. <laughs> do you train? Because you do sort of like to appear, make these cameo appearances for the reserves these days, don't you? Yeah, I try and tick over, you know, training sort of Charlie's bag. So I sort of give him free reign and, you know, I quite like it really getting involved. And, you know, obviously the pressure of Saturdays and stuff is quite nice. So I can just relax and, uh, you know, join in. I don't mind it. And you train just up from the ground, don't you? 
yeah, we train up at Falmouth School at the at the hub there. So, you know, great facility up there and really lucky. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's lovely up there. Yeah, I bet it's a bit different training on uh, the sort of uh, the uh, plastic pitches you get now rather than when you first started uh, playing football. Yeah, when I first started playing, they weren't around, really. You, you trained on the pitch, didn't you? you uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm spoiled now, really. I, I can't remember the last time I ever trained on a pitch, to be honest, yeah. It's been, <laughs> been that, it's been that long now, and I probably, yeah, I can't remember. It's, you know, the kids don't know they're born nowadays. No, well, you, you sound old when you say that. Well, I'm old as well. I'm getting on nowadays. Right. Anyway, let's um, let's uh, go back to Saturday. Uh, you have FA Vars game against Helston. It, the scoreline suggests it was a, a tight affair. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And, uh, you know, a game that, you know, we I thought we deserved to win and it was long overdue, really. It's, it's been, I think it's been well documented, really, how how poorly we performed over Houston the last couple of years. And, you know, obviously fresh from that FA Cup disaster, really. So it was quite nice to uh, to get one over on them. I guess it was a bit of added pressure, wasn't it? The fact that you, you had a bit of a, a poor run against Helston? I wouldn't say added pressure, but, you know, I think law of averages, you know, I think even and anyone that watched those games, you know, we were really unlucky in that 2-1 game. And and then obviously about three or four days later as well, we got back into it 1-0 and then got done on the sucker punch. And then, you know, the game at Bickland was 0-0. So, you know, we always thought we could we could always give them a good game. And, you know, the start for us was, was vitally important. And, you know, we, we got out of the blocks really early on Saturday and, you know, scored two great goals. And, you know, that set us up really. And then, you know, second half, you know, they didn't really cause us too many problems, you know, albeit they had a lot of possession. Um, but they didn't really have a meaningful attack on goal other than I think Ricky had a chance first half where he probably should have done better for his standards maybe. And then obviously Payne's free kick. But, you know, defensively, we looked really solid and, um, you know, Wardy mopped up pretty much everything, you know, along with the other you know players playing in the back four. But, you know, it made a massive difference him being there and um, steadied the ship like... Yeah, I was I was going to say it must have been good to see the likes of Jack Ray Evans and Luke Bravin getting the goals, um, but also James Ward so vital, isn't he? Yeah, he's a big player for us, and, and we always said that the frustrations for the start of the season. You know, we Wardy missed the last ten games, which is pretty much half of our season, really, and then. You know, JBE's missed a lot of football. We got Ollie Walker back in the mix. You know, you add them three players into what didn't play against Houston in the last three games and it makes a hell of a difference. He does make a difference, doesn't he? Yeah, you just can't you just can't deal with pace, can you? You know, I think he whoever they put up against him, I think Harrison was there for a little bit. One of the Bentley brothers was there and they just couldn't live with him and uh I think they put Isaac Burden back there for a bit and you know he was just just electric really just terrifies players didn't he you know I think a couple of them got bookings so then they're afraid to go in on him um, you know and he has really hit the ground running since he's come back from university just like Webby really they've just been like two brand new signings you know they've been with us since they were you know 17, 18 so they've been with us for a long time but to finally get them both full time now is, is, is great and so, next round, Laverstock and Ford. Um, what can you tell us about them? Absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, God. That's no good. No, no, it's great. I, honestly, you know, we were talking about it on Saturday, going, like, what are the odds of us getting Mausel? Or, you know, because it's all regionalised still. And, you know, when we saw the draw, to obviously, ideally, we'd rather be home. Um, but, you know, to get a side that we've never faced before, 
Um, you know, everybody at the club's really looking forward to it. Supporter bus, as you can imagine, starting to fill up already. Um, we'll be coming in numbers, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know an awful lot about them. I had a look on the, on the, on the FA website to look at the league table and see what they're about. But you know, other than that, and I, I heard that maybe Mark Cockle or something had a, used to play for him or some association with him. So that's, that's, that's all I know really. So you're going to go to Mark and ask him for uh, what he knows about them? Uh, no, probably not, to be fair, but by, <laughs> by the look of it, he's already gone to them and told them about us. So. <laughs> right. Well, I can tell you that the Wessex Premier, uh, obviously a fellow Step uh, step 5 side, and as you said, they're, they're sort of currently in the bottom half of the table. But, um, I mean, it, it's just good to have an away game, I guess, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's, as you say, someone that you haven't played before because you must have got fed up with going to Christchurch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we bizarre how it goes in it two years running we played Christchurch and got knocked out to them so um, yeah like you said David this is what the FA Vaz is all about you know some of our greatest memories you know of, of being the FA Vaz trips and uh, you know like I said as much as you want to play away you, you really do remember these away ones and um, you know to the fact like you said it's going to somewhere completely different it, it, you know it's it's just distraction from the league which is great and uh you know, something as a club that we're all looking forward to because obviously we've got a lot of supporters like your Mike Rogers and, and people like that that have followed the club for years and it's something new for them as well and they're really excited as you know as as, as the players are. Right. So that's November the 12th, isn't it? So it's a few Saturdays away yet. In the meantime, you've got Canesham on Saturday at home. But actually, let's backtrack slightly. Bitten, you win against Bitten. You must have been <laughs> bitterly disappointed that Bitten have dropped out. Oh, yeah, devastated as well. And it wasn't even like we saw it coming. You know, I think they'd won a first league game the week before, maybe two weeks before. I think yeah, I think it was the week before, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they didn't see any signs of it. And, and you know, from a club's point of view, you know, the, the outlay, obviously, it's our furthest trip. You know, we hadn't long been up there against, um, I think we'd been up to Canesham a couple of weeks before. And and like you said, you know, we hadn't, we hadn't won away from home. And, you know, to finally get that monkey off our back for it to be taken off was... Was a bit, bit disappointing, really, and then obviously the knock-on effect is then you know your league, your league table. You know, I think a lot of teams, you know, obviously got the points docked, so then the, the tables changed, and mm. yeah, so just you know, I felt sorry for the lads. You got the goals, like Webby's first goal, and in, in this level of football, you know, you know, taking off Barner gets his goal, and and obviously Ollie, obviously, um, you know, he's he's been in great form. That goal comes off him as well. So yeah, just overall really disappointing at this level of football. You don't expect teams to be uh to be folding, you know, so. No. Obviously, never want to see any club struggling, but just felt like a bit of an early. You know, they didn't. You know, that's not as if they had like twelve players. You know, they they always had a team by the look of it. So, a bit of a strange one, really. Yeah, and so Saturday, Canesham. I suppose you've got to make sure your guys have come down off that uh, off that pedestal of winning last Saturday and back to league action, isn't it? Um, so, no doubt you're going to tell them to concentrate. Yeah, it's, it's always going to be a difficult game after those sort of big wins, isn't it? But, you know, we, we're fully aware that, you know, we're on a really good run in, in all cups. So, you know, but we need to turn that form into the league and, you know, we need to start climbing that table, really. You know, we're we're on a good little run in all comps, but, you know, I want to put a, a string together now in the league. And, um, you know, we've got a great opportunity now. We're, I think we've got a real good run of home games and uh, or teams in and around us as well, you know, so... You know, we we want to we want to be you know getting a good three points on Saturday and hopefully we can kick on and and you know go on a good run. Right. Okay. And you mentioned you were obviously training tonight. Scott Kello, I, I probably believe is still out, but everyone else fit and ready to go. 
Yeah, your man Timmy Nixon. He's uh, he's damaged his shoulder. So, <sighs> yeah, I know he's a yeah. He's he's been he's been brilliant for us this season, and uh, obviously, um, you know, disappointed to lose him. So hopefully not for too much longer. But you know, with the strength of our squad, it's you know Nixon's out, Walker's in. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not been too bad. Can you not just bring Tim on to take free kicks? I know. Yeah, he's been electric this year for free kicks, isn't he? You know, we was. We was worried actually at the start of the season because obviously Dave Broglino's, um, you know, he's having a bit of time out of the game at the minute. He's just had a baby, so you know we were we were searching around for free kick takers and up steps Tom and Aaron and, and Nixon, and they seem to be uh, scoring for fun. So um, you know, long may it continue. Right. Well, thank you very much, Westy. You can go and have a rest now. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Look forward to it. Might have a nice bath. Yeah, Westy there, straight from training, Rappo. So um, good old Westy. Yeah. Now, they've got um, Laverstock and Ford in the next round. Um, currently, again, bottom half of the table, Wessex League yeah. Premier. So, uh, no reason why why Falmouth can't join Mosel at Wembley, is there? Exactly, Deeks. Exactly. <laughs> be a nice day out, that one. But <laughs> <laughs> Phil would get his free ticket. He'd get, well, you would as well, I expect, for that one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. Get... I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, but... But no, mate, it's, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's not like Westy said, mate, you know, obviously nice to play a new name as well, Deeks, isn't it? You know, mm. like, you know, and, and it looks like you said, it looks a, a, a well sort of winnable game, mate. You know, you don't want to tempt fate, Deeks, do you? But it could have been a lot harder than that, mate, couldn't it, the draw? So, and I'm sure the F Force, mate, they'll be travelling up there. The F Troop will be travelling up there in force, mate, wouldn't they? I should say so. So, yeah, yeah. Good, good day out for the club, I would have thought, mate. Yeah, I think uh, seats are already being taken on the coach as we speak. So I, I bet, I yeah. bet, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Before that, though, fixtures coming up on Saturday. Uh, now, I don't know why, but um, two of our Cornish sides are kicking off at two o'clock. Ma- uh, Millbrook against yeah. Buckland and um, Soldash at home to Street. They're both at two for some reason. So... Um, has Millbrook had bloodlet problems, Deeks? I, someone... I don't know. There, there is suggestion no. on the forum, but there's also a suggestion that they haven't got a problem. Oh, okay. So, so, so oh, right. leave that one where it is. I think. Um, don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, well, again, someone did mention. Hopefully, they haven't got a problem because they're due to be playing Helston on Tuesday. So, uh, so oh yeah, cool. <laughs> so yeah. we must assume yeah. they haven't got a problem. We just decided. No. There must be another reason they're kicking off it too. Um, and then yeah. at uh, three o'clock, Mosel travel up to Barnstable. That will be uh, an interesting yeah, game. Yeah, Tor Point yeah. are at Welton Rovers. Um, they could um, Tor Point could do with the points there to, um, yeah. against the side down around them in the table. And uh, Farmworth are at home to Canesham. So um, yeah, bottom of the league, Dix. Yes, Canesham. Yeah, yeah. No fancy time for three points. Yeah, well, you've got to be um, fancy them, haven't you? No game for Helston. I can only assume that's because they should have been playing Bitten, who obviously, as we know, are no longer in the league. So, um, so tough matches in store, I think, for... I would say tough matches for Millbrook, Sotash and Mousel. Um, Barnstable going well. They've, uh, in fact, 100% home record in three games. But uh, Mousel undefeated away in four so it's a funny old game isn't it it is a funny old game yeah you're right mate you're right yeah 
And <laughs> Tuesday, just to confirm again, Millbrook play Helston. That's uh, down on the full-time site. It's a 7.30 kickoff. And uh, Tor Point travel to Mosul. So um, 7.45, that one. So two games to take in in the county on Tuesday. So um, Western yeah, still League... Still playing local. All Cornish affairs, Deeks, have they? They're still going, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I suppose we have to remember, I suppose, now that a third of the league, almost a third of the league, is actually made up of Cornish sides. True, mate, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I suppose you are going to get quite a few, aren't you? Mm. That's true. Yeah, good to see as well, Deeks, isn't it? Good to see. Yeah, that's right. Of course, yeah. of course it will be all different next season with the restructuring, but um, mm. that's another story, as they say. Yeah, yeah, that's what we Your Cornish Now, a man who knows a bit about that restructuring is who we've got on next, isn't it? Knows everything, mate, doesn't he? Knows, knows everything. everything, yeah. Some people would say he knows too much, but we can't go there. But um, we're happy to have him on the podcast every week, uh, giving us his uh, look at what's happening on the Southwest Peninsula League scene. Um, it's our secretary, Phil Hiscox. Well, Phil, which have you been busier at? Um, attending to your grandchildren because it's half term or counting the number of goals you've seen this week? A bit of both. A bit of both. <laughs> certainly last night at uh, Elmore, or, or certainly Wednesday night at Elmore, in the first half, I seemed to, well, the people were laughing at me in the stands. I was tweeting literally every couple of minutes. It was <laughs> yeah, sometimes you spend more, uh, one spends more time on the phone than actually watching the game, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad thing sometimes when you watch some of the games, but I shouldn't say that. <laughs> well, until you miss something that's, you know... Until and, you miss something. Yeah, that's right. So, um, where should we start? Let's start with the FA Vars, shall we? Last Saturday, um, the results, um, good for the East. Well, OK for the East, not so good for the West. In fact, pretty dismal for the West. Pretty dismal for the West, to be perfectly honest. I mean, uh, very disappointing. I, I, I don't need to go back and check the records. We've never had a season where there's been no West clubs left by this stage. Mm. Um, so, to some extent, we can't be totally surprised with that, can we? Because the better clubs have been taking promotion or going up. So, yes, I, I, to a degree, I would agree with you. But I would also point out that people like Kelumpton and Elberton are no great shakes in the East Division table when they're still involved. <laughs> they're going to love you for saying that. Well, yeah, it, it, it's the truth, isn't it? That, that there are four, there were there were six te- um, East teams involved. Four of them have progressed again. Mm. It's the same with the Watsley Parsons, isn't it? The, the, the last 16, 12 are East, just four are West. It's, yeah. um well, the only thing I would chuck into the mix is, is and, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, for some West clubs is actually the onus this season not on cup football at all. It's on league football because of the restructure. Ah, uh, priorities, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, that's hope it um, pays off for those that uh, have been thinking like that. Um, where, where did you go last Saturday? I can't remember. Um, I don't know, calamity with my dog who got attacked in the morning while I was out, out walking him. Oh dear. Uh, so I ended up having to just sort of go the closest one I could get to, really, which was Sidmouth for Axminster. What about a little game? Actually, three all draw. Ah, right. So non Vars for you that afternoon. So, yeah. 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 Um, if we very quickly look at the Vars results, um, which one for you? I mean, we have to even mention Bridport scored three goals 
Um, yes. Didn't go through, but uh, scoring three, I guess, is quite, quite good for them this season. But which out of the results sort of stood out the most for you? I'd have to say, I thought Columbton beating Bemington Heath Harlequins. Um, I nominated the team of the week and they finished a miserable fourth, but I, I think perhaps people didn't realise how good a result that was. <laughs> Bemington Heath are step five Wessex League, Columpton are mid-table step six. So a 2-0 win, um, I thought that was probably the, the result of the round for, for our teams. Mm. Um, albeit, that, that, um, like you say, Brixham had a 4-0 win against Odd Day, but that was step six versus step six. Yeah. And Elberton beat Ashton back by 1-0. Again, it's a decent result for Elberton, but, but I say I think the Columbton one was the, the pick, of, pick of the bunch. Yeah, we, we've got Lewis Edwards from Elberton Villa on later in the episode. He tells us a bit more about that match. Interesting, the game I went to, Thornbury actually were better than a bottom of the table side, I thought. Um, but very little added on time played, whereas a look at the Bobby Tracy Ivy Bridge match, and, and what was there, eight or nine minutes in the second half added on them, in which yeah. I think Bobby scored, yeah. didn't they? Well, the equaliser to force a penalty shootout, I believe, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I suppose the, the problem with, with added time is always it's at the referee's discretion. Mm. So it's 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 not a statement of fact, is it? It's stoppage time. It's what the referee deems to add on, bearing in mind, you know, injuries, substitutions, other stoppages. I, I saw a game on TV um, Sunday or Monday where um, it was the Leicester game where the, the referee had. Um, Sorry, no, it wasn't. It was the Tottenham-Newcastle game where the, the referee had cautioned the Newcastle goalkeeper for time-wasting and there'd be multiple substitutions. And I was surprised it was only five minutes injury time <laughs> given yeah. given the amount of professional time-wasting that was going yeah. on in that particular fixture. Yeah. That, that's one of the problems with the allowing more subs now, isn't it? That uh, it's just an yeah. avenue for more time-wasting. Yeah, and we don't want to go down the American route, but of course, in American sports, they would have a clock, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, it's not a bad idea. You get your, you know, spectators would get their money's worth, wouldn't they? You'd be yeah. there for about yeah. three days, but you know, at least it'd be. Uh... Well, would you? Because would there be any point in that? In that case, the Newcastle keeper taking an eternity to take every goal kick. True. That's that's very true. Might. What do you think? Well, actually, there's there's a stadium clock. It's not going to make any difference. Uh, might cut it out, I guess. So, uh, yeah. well, you need to propose it when you're doing your uh, setting up with the new uh, Western. I, I think the FA have had enough of my proposals. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's nice to see, nice to see in the non-league paper they managed to take credit for one of them. <laughs> yes, I noticed that was tweeted out this week. The uh, yeah, I could I couldn't couldn't help myself. I thought you cheeky blight, cheeky blight. Good old FA, I say. <laughs> Good old FA, yeah, yeah, yeah. How wonderful that idea was. I wonder the way you thought of that. <laughs> anyway, FA was the draw for the next round, second round to be played on the twelfth of November. Um, Quite a, a kind draw again for the Eastern Pace clubs. Yes, yes, three of the four at home. Um, certainly Bobby Tracy against Brockenhurst, Brixham against Andover Review Street. I think both those two clubs will look at that and think yeah, it'll be tough, but you know, worth worth trying. Uh, Kelumpton away to Buckland, mm, probably not, but they're not going very far, are they? And it's no. like, we know they're going somewhere nice. 
Uh, probably, if you're speaking to Lewis later, Elburton versus Bridgewater. That is a toughie because Bridgewater <laughs> are one of the top teams. But again, Elburton have got home advantage. <laughs> yes, I think they might need a little bit more than home advantage for that one. But yes, you never know. Yeah. You never know. It's cut you football. Never know. No, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Okay, so that's the FA Vars. Obviously, uh, we can put that to bed for a couple of weeks now. Um, in the meantime, how's it been? Well, let, let's go to. Um, women officials, a little bit of a debate yes. on the on the Cornwall football forum about changing rooms. Now, coincidence, last night the game I went to, um, there was a, a, a lady assistant, assistant referee. Mm-hmm. So what should the situation be with regards to changing room facilities? Right. Now, in the case of a club, an existing club with existing changing facilities, they don't physically have to provide a separate dressing room, but they do need to take um, reasonable measures to ensure that the changing can happen. Now, very often that's simply a case of the the lady goes in first and the the gents wait outside or, or vice versa. For some clubs, they will find another, not necessarily a changing room as such, but another area where, where somebody can get changed. Now, it changes, though, when either you're building new dressing rooms or you're applying to the Football Foundation to do work to improve your existing dressing rooms. That's not to be confused with, you know, the clubs doing a, a lick of paint and, and some bashing around of existing dressing rooms. But when you're actually um, making substantial improvements to the dressing rooms or uh, and there's certainly a few around, isn't there, where they've actually had new dressing room blocks in the last sort of 10 years. Mm. Um, and we're going back at least 10 years now. So so anybody like Tavistock, like Parkway, like Columpton, that have had whole new dressing room blocks, they've had to build them to the new spec. And the new spec requires a female referee's or an alternative referee's dressing room. Right. Are there many? Uh, it's complicated as well these days because under 18s now, if you have a, an assistant referee who's 16 or 17, technically he's also meant to be, whether it's he or she, um, have his own changing area as well. Mm. It makes me laugh, these people that think a change room can be just popped up, you know, no cost to anyone. Let's make it proper for the, you know, for everyone. It all costs money, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, and this is why I'm trying to make the difference between what is a reasonable um, sort of situation in an existing club and what is a dressing room. Now, a reasonable situation might be a, a club that they've got a, a little room or, or a disabled toilet or something like that where a lady can pop in and, and get changed. It may be, though, though, if you're talking about building a new dressing room, it would have to be compliant to the ground grading regulations. And then you're talking of being a minimum of four square metres, having a WC and hand basin and having a shower. Mm. So you're talking a significant investment. Um, And um, although you saw a a female last night, and we have got a handful of them, it has to be said that down this end of the world, we are very, very underrepresented with female officials on the league. Mm. Very, very few. If you're on the beach, you wouldn't worry about changing, you know, no one would be proud about it would they so i'm not quite sure why there's such a fuss about this well the fa are very good at making sure that everything is is um above board Um, but uh, i say i I think yeah when you talk about reasonable um 
reasonable measures you know that there are a lot of clubs will identify an area that isn't necessarily a strictly a changing room with a wc hand basin and shower mm. but it's somewhere where where a lady can, can go and get changed i mean interesting i, I saw the comment that sticker have got uh, baby changing facilities you know but yeah. that could double up uh, there are certainly a lot of uh, clubhouses these days where they have a disabled toilet mm. uh, i'm not saying that's an ideal changing room no. but handled in a correct way you know is that a reasonable measure yeah to get around the, around the situation yeah might be better than uh, than the alternative of changing between kegs of beer i guess well there's that as well yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right okay so so you know it, it is something that's obviously you know being considered um I mean, just one Cornish one there. I know at the moment, for example, St. Dave had a, a lot of Football Foundation funding to redo all their dressing rooms. Mm. And I would be 99.9% sure that that would include the provision of a separate dressing room because it's being Football Foundation funded and new. Yeah. So it's taken, um, so, you know, event- taken into yeah, account. Eventually these, for- yeah. yeah, eventually these things will change. But yeah. you can't. It can't necessarily expect every club to build a, a compliant dressing room yeah. when actually they might go a whole season without a single female official anyway. Well, that's true. And then it's, you know, a lot of money yeah. spent for nothing, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for clearing that up a little bit. So, you mentioned one game you'd been to. Where else have you been this week? Uh, Tuesday night, I went to Newton Abbott Spurs against Brixham, a bit of a top of the table Ooh, clash. Tight two, result. Two draw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good game. 2 2, two draw. Our friend, our friend Mr. Massey was there watching as well. Good, good. Uh, I, I did see him tucking into a, a pasty in Devon. I don't know where it, the Ooh, pasty originated from, no. but he was eating a pasty in Devon. So. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't uh, do that. No. Well, he was. He was. I'm sorry <laughs> I brushed him up. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Wednesday night, uh, I did being with grandchildren, a sort of prearranged trip to, to Bristol to a sort of tourist attraction and things with the grandchildren, and they threw me out of the car near Elmore, <laughs> Elmore's car park on the way back. Uh, so it wasn't really my, my choice of game as such, although I, I hadn't, I'd only been to Elmore once this season. Um, but what a, what a first half. Well, what, a first uh, half. Uh, what was the result? Right, it was Elmore 2, Sidmouth 9 in the end. What was the score at half time then? Uh, 1-8. <laughs> Um, and Elmore had also had a penalty which they hit the post from and had a player sent off. Oh dear. So in the first half, we had nine goals, a missed penalty and a red card. Right. So what happened, well, what didn't happen in the second half? I, I think they just put, well, I think Elmore rearranged their defence to be almost like 7 0 2, bearing in mind that line. they were a player light. Yeah. Um, and, and Sidmouth, they had a lot of possession, but they weren't particularly hungry. I'd have to say, as a fixture secretary or elite secretary, I was I was quite happy that they didn't get double figures because it's it's an absolute pain to put a double figure score in the results. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. What what's what what is the highest ever score in a, in a league game in the Peninsula? Do you know offhand? Yeah, we at step um, seven when we used to run those divisions, we had a twenty three nil. That was um, that was our friends uh, Stoke Gable beating Liverton when Liverton um, very bravely played on despite the fact that they didn't have a team. Oh, no. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, but then, you know, we have other occasions, haven't we? That were more recently where a team hasn't played on. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
you know, it, it's, it's, it's an awkward one, that, isn't it? You don't, you don't necessarily... Yeah, you you got to yeah. well, praise these people. Yeah. For, I mean, I wonder what the, uh, the halftime team talk was. Well, in each changing room, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it would have been yeah. so varying, wouldn't it? But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and then at, um, in the Division 1 West, it's the Step 7 there we had. We had Liscard 20, Ludgeon 1. Oh, yes. Similar situations. Yeah. Um, but Step 6... Um, actually, it's a little bit lower. I've, I've listed two because technically, Honiton seven, sorry, Honiton seventeen, Stoke Gabriel two, is probably better than Axminster Town fifteen, Ottery St Mary nil. We haven't got it at a, a big step six win in Cornwall as such yeah. yet, oh, right. but the two have been. Um, although the highest draw at step six was two Cornish teams, and Arsenal five, Falmouth five. Hmm. Well, but talking about, uh, you know, curious results, we've got Danny Ford on later who scored uh, seven goals in a 16-7 result last Saturday. <laughs> so, 16-7, so, yeah, so, yes. <laughs> so uh, plenty of goals around at the moment. And yeah. wherever you go, Phil, there seems to be plenty of goals. There seems to be, seems to be, yes. yes. So with that in mind, um, now there's a Friday night game coming up, isn't there? Are you going to that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably the last Friday night of the of this 2022. I would say the last of the season because obviously we're, mm. we're we're heading now towards the sort of period of time where we're going to have that break for the World Cup, aren't we? Yeah. Um, but we've got a Friday night: Credit United versus Torridge side. Credit had their first defeat on Tuesday. Yeah, so we'll be looking to bounce back. Um, Oakhampton are one of the top sides, so it wasn't perhaps too much of a shock it was them, but uh, certainly credit and we look at the bounce back. And Saturday, I'm still toying between two. There, there are two East clubs that I haven't been to the grounds of yet this season, and they're both at home. Uh, probably going to do O'Campton versus Bobby Tracy. Oh, yeah. That should be a good game. Should be a decent game, yeah. Yeah. And no midweek games next week, either? Uh, there's, a, there's a handful. Um, there's nothing in the West next week. Uh, I might do... I'll probably do Sidmouth Crediton on Tuesday. And Wednesday, either Bobby Tracy versus Newton Spurs or Ivorybridge versus Marjon. So those are the only two. Right. How are we uh, in keeping up with where we should be with fixtures? We're doing very well. Uh, we haven't had any wet weather yet. Um, really, the only sort of spanner in the work so far was that that Saturday where the FA ruled that we shouldn't play after the Queen died. Right. Okay. Um, that that did obviously knock us for one Saturday, um, but yeah, at the moment, no no great concern. And I have to say that the pitches are still looking pretty good. I must congratulate Wendron this week. Their pitch, the surface looked absolutely marvellous, I've got to say. so. Uh, uh, yeah, I have to, uh, for, for well, very nearly in November now, aren't we? Some of the pitches are still look. Yeah. Uh, you, you'd have been proud of them on the opening day, let alone, well, actually, so they look better than they did on the opening yeah. day. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. And uh, yeah, because Wendron, great surface. St. Blasey on Saturday, grass. To me, looked a little bit long, but I can appreciate why they're sort of leaving it long for the moment. Um, do you know where Wendron and Penzance are in the third table league? Because I have to congratulate the players as well. Hardly any moaning. Yes. Um, well, that's good to hear. And I'm just very quickly, while you're speaking, seeing where they are in the third play table. Wendron are six, Penzance eight. So oh, they're not right. top dogs. No. They're not top dogs, but they're, they're not bottom either. No. So, let's, um, g- let's give a mention to the top side, the best side. 
Uh, at the moment, it's an Arsenal, despite uh, I did see some Twitters at the weekend that one player <laughs> decided that they didn't want to be and, and managed to get himself booked. But um, I think the club who was in second had two bookings at the weekend. So it's an Arsenal. I'm sorry, you're going to have to try harder than one foul tackle to get off the top. I think it might have been the manager as well, Sparky wanting them to be a little bit more aggressive and, and win points rather than than fair yeah. fair play well, awards. I'm, I'm sorry, it's going to take more than one yellow card to knock them off at the moment. <laughs> right. Okay. Not we should encourage them. No, that well, that's right. Yes, but uh, yeah, excellent for both sides, Wendron and Penzance. I thought they were really good. Okay, good to hear. Good yeah. To hear. Okay. Thanks very much, Phil. I think uh, pretty much covered everything. No, no news yeah. restructuring to tell us yet? Uh, no, not really. We're between meetings again. We've had our, our regular monthly meetings. Um, things are ticking along behind the scenes. Um, I am off next week to a new venue to um, discuss a launch event. Perhaps more news next week on that one. <laughs> All right, OK. We, we look forward to that. Uh, and thanks very much. Look forward to it. Yeah, I mean, the East Bleak team sticks they seem to be well they're going they're going well this season compared to the west division really thinks and they <laughs> yeah it seems yeah i mean i think phil's right though mate you know obviously the priority for most teams is that top four spot you know at the end of the season is is almost a mad panic in some quarters mate but um but yeah but yeah i mean the east teams i think phil said you know what was it mate eight out of twelve mm-hmm. you know yeah, in the in the cup and and obviously you know in the Vaz, mate, you know a couple of East teams doing really well as well on last Saturday, Dixon. All all the West teams are out, mate, aren't they? So yeah, that's right. Shame. I don't think we were wildly out with our predictions last week. Um, the, the well, no. the only t- two I would say probably, I think we went. Well, I certainly went with St Blasey to beat Thornbury. Yeah, um, and. Uh, well, I was there at that game, and St. Blasey really never got going. If I'm if I'm honest, I personally I think uh, River Allen should have started. Mm-hmm. If you got a player of that yeah. ability, yeah. you know, if he's you know going to be struggling towards the end because he hasn't played much recently, well, you get him on and and get him to yeah. do his business, and then take him off, sort of thing, don't you? So, uh, so with with hindsight, probably you know perhaps River should have started. Um, Thornbury weren't a bad side though actually I, was, I, I put it down yeah. somewhere they, they they didn't look at bottom of the table side put it that way but um, but I think no. I think St Blazer will regret missing out yeah. on um, beating Thornbury I think and the other game um, well I think we both went for Ashton and Backwell didn't we I put um, yeah, that match against Elberton Villa yeah, looking at the league table like this, you would have you would have thought Ashton and Bat. Well, wouldn't you, mate? But well done to Villa, mate. Superb. Yeah, well done, Villa. Yeah. And so let's find out a little bit more about it from the skipper, Lewis Edwards. Now, last week, uh, Rappel and I went down through the uh, FA Vars games, gave our little piece of. Uh, thought as to who was going to go through and um, one game that I think we decided that uh, Ashton and Backwell were going to win uh, they were playing Elbert and Villa and of course Villa won 1-0 so just had to get Lewis Edwards back on the podcast skipper of uh, Elbert and there you seem to be a cup team Lewis <laughs> I was laughing uh, to myself in your intro there Dave because uh, yeah I think um, no, I don't blame people for 
writing us off maybe because uh, on paper it was a tough task. But yeah, um, we are a bit of a cup team. I think we've won more games in the cup uh, this year than the league games actually. And obviously last year we, we had a good run in the league cup. So um, yeah, we, we did really well last weekend. Yeah, let's be fair. What are you next bottom in the league? Uh, well, yeah, we're, we're second bottom at the moment. So, and we've had a bit of a rough start, to be honest. Um, we can use all the excuses in the world. We've had a bad luck, but um, yeah, we're, we're not. League form's not great. You know, we've had we've had some ups and downs this season. Um, and uh, discipline is terrible. If you look at our the discipline um, disciplinary league, we're, we're last in that, and that tells a story. I think we actually. The games that we've kept 11 players on the pitch, those are the games that we've won. Um, so we've got, we've had an issue with discipline, and obviously Saturday we didn't we won the game. So um, that, that that tells a big story for me. Yeah, one nil. Who got the goal? Um, I've forgotten already. You've forgotten um, already. Come on, he was a hero <laughs> of the day. I can't remember the goal now. Um, <laughs> who scored it? Oh, wow, is it Reese? Oh, Bentley. Sorry, Bentley. Yeah, it was Bentley. Bentley scored the goal. Um, is Bentley's Christian name or surname? It's, it's Bentley Al- Alcantara. So, ah, um, yes, a well-known name. Callington. Yeah, yeah, he's played for Callington and he's played for a couple of, couple of Cornish clubs. So, um, and he's hit the ground running for us. Um, I think we've had him for about six games now, uh, and he, he's he scored four or five goals. He's doing he's doing great, and he, he did his job Saturday. Chance scored the goal. Um, yeah, can't ask more than that. Well, apart from remembering his name. Apart from remembering his name, yeah. <laughs> in, in my defence, he has just joined. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so 1-0 against Ashton. In the previous round, it was, uh, what, 2-0 at home against Torrington. Yeah. Um, and, and then before, in... Before, that's right. 5-1 against Dobwalls. So how many are you going to beat Bridgewater by? <laughs> well, I think uh, we're all really excited for the draw when it was uh, pre pre one o'clock Monday, and then we saw the draw and we went, "Ah, <laughs> um, it's going to be a tough tough one." You yeah. know, um, we would have liked an away one as well, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think that's what the Vaz is all about. Sometimes the the lovely runs that I've had in the in the Vaz, it's it's great to have an away game um, and play new teams, play different teams. So we are playing a different team. We've not. I don't think we've the club have played Bridge Bridgewater before. Um, and it's the furthest the club have ever been, so that's great. Um, but yeah, home home to the team at the top of the Western League, and I've, I've asked a couple of my, couple of my mates who've played them this year, and they say you're in for a tough one. So, um, <laughs> but you know what, we we knew we were in for a tough one on the weekend, um, and we came through it. So you know, we're not going to go there with a defeatist attitude at all. Um, we'll go there and try and cause an upset. Cause that's that's what we can do. Did anyone get in touch with you when they when they found out it was Bridgewater? Did they get in touch and say where are they in the league table? Um, I think most of the lads knew that they're, they're doing quite well in the Western League. Obviously, um, you know, uh, a lot of the teams that are in the Western League, a few of us have played before, before, or lots of our friends are there. So I think everyone keeps an eye on that league just as much as we do our own or something. Um, so yeah, we knew straight away that we're in for a in for a hard one. Um, you know they are they are doing really well. Um, I've asked a couple of my friends to us, and <laughs> I think their reaction was "You're out." <laughs> but, <laughs> oh um, come on! Yeah, I know. We'll 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 go for it. We'll go for it with full confidence. You know, we you know, as I said, we did do really well last week against a team that we would have looked at beforehand um, and thought, "Yeah, we're we're in for a really tough one." And they were a good side, um, but we we just stuck to our game plan so well. Um, and we were we were resolute, um, and that's something we haven't shown 
in a lot of our games this season, um, but when we have, we've, we've come up trumps. Um, so I think that was one of the most pleasing things um, about last weekend is that you know the management gave us a game plan, um, told us what we, what we needed to do, and we stuck to it really well to, to a man. Every person that played last weekend. Great. Right down to every sub was fantastic. Okay. Now the signal's not all that good, so um, I would just time to mention though that you do you've already touched on it you are a cup side this season I mean you're doing great in the League Cup as well aren't you uh, we've got another hard draw in the League Cup so we've got Ivy Bridge yeah. um, I can't remember if that's home or away home. So again, uh, away sorry away yeah so again we've probably looked back and thought well, we've probably drawn one of the one of the more trickier sides left so um, yeah I mean we, we again we'll, we'll go into that as underdogs probably but um, you know, to, to reach the last stages of the cup, you've got to be everyone. Uh, you've got to be a good side, haven't you? So, yeah. um, you know, we'll do well to go as well as we did last season. Um, but, you know, we're, we're starting to build a bit of momentum now. We've got a bit of a more settled side. Um, and, yeah, it's, there's, we've got great morale in the team, which is which is something that's, that's we had last year and we're, we're bringing it through this year as well. So, Great stuff. And I think uh, I can clearly ask you as as someone that's not involved in the title race in the East Division um, who's who would your money be on as to who's going to win it mm, that's a tough one I think start of the season I think my I always my favourites I mean the, the, the two teams that I like um, that we played against the Oakhampton and the Naxminster last year they were my sort of pick for doing really well this season um, but there's there's a mix there's loads of teams I think there's Six teams, in my in my opinion, that could really sort of push those top spots. Obviously, I've started off with a flyer. Um, you know, Brixham are chasing them as well, and we've got them on the weekend. So that'll be a, we know what mm. game that's going to be like. That's going to be a really good game. Um, you know, they're a good group of players, good side. Um, you know, Newton Abbott's fans are moving a shout with it. Um, come to Naxminster, you know, I, I couldn't pick, to be honest, I think our league's so even. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, really. Credit and have started really well as well. You know, I think they only lost their first game of the season last night. Yeah. Um, so anyone can beat anyone in our league sometimes, and it probably doesn't look like it with us being second bottom, but, you know, we've run Oakhampton really, really hard the first game of the season and probably should have got something from that, but I missed an open goal. So, um, it's your fault. That one up. Yeah, it was my fault. <laughs> the lads like to remind me of that one. Um, <laughs> But, you know, if you look at some of the results in this league, it's not always um, as you think it would be. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> if you're pinning me down to one, I'll go with Brixham. Brixham, right. OK. Yeah. Right. Now, are you saying that because you're, you're playing them or what? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. No, I, I just think they I think they had a really good run of it last season and we just sort of missed out. Um, to tour point didn't they I can't remember if they were mm. second or third in the end um, but they, they ran tour point right to the end I think um, and I think they've played a few less games um, so I, I, they've certainly been top three right okay well thanks very much Lewis for coming on hopefully you know you never know it's FA Vaz it's cup football we might get to speak after November the 12th that would be great that would be good <laughs> <laughs> cheers Dave in the meantime thanks very much Thanks, Dave. See you later. Lewis there. Obviously, we had Lewis on last season um, talking about the League Cup, wasn't it? Uh, this season, uh, as they're doing well in the FA Vaz, um, I couldn't turn down the suggestion that we ought to get him back on the podcast. Um, good result, 1-0 against Ashton and Backwell, but um, you do feel for them a little bit rapper having Bridgewater at top of the Western League at the moment. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's not the reward, mate. You would really want Dixie Sitter. You know, Lisa's at home, I suppose, mate. Against Bridgewater, is it's a big old free hit, mate, isn't it? For yeah. for Albert and Dixie, so just just go and enjoy it, mate, don't you? But but it sounds like it was a memorable. You know, Lewis has had a good career, mate, but seems like it was a memorable sort of day, like a memorable day. And, you know, if not a goal for Lewis, mate, couldn't remember the goal, could he? <laughs> <laughs> no. He remembered the day, but couldn't remember he scored the goal. No, but that's right. I'm a, I'm a bit like that these days, mate. I'm a bit like that these days. Yeah. <laughs> right. OK, so that's the FA Vars um, in the league, in the uh, division, in the... Uh, in the Division 1, in the West Division of the Peninsula um, last Saturday. Well, were there any surprises? I don't think there probably were. Nah. I think the only surprise was the, the degree of of uh, comfort that Weybridge beat Mullion by. Yeah, I was... I was- Sure. I mean, we had a we had a massive downpour, mate, before the kickoff. Um, you know, which made it a bit difficult defending. And you know, Weybridge sort of you know got a Molly in from the off, really, mate. And you know, Molly just well, it was. It, I mean, you got to say, mate, it was Lloydy. You know, scored four goals in seventeen minutes, mate. He just had one of them days that a striker doesn't have very often. In his career, mate, you know, and then he got a smack on the head and had to come off. So I felt a bit sorry for him, mate. But but the damage was done. Deep, well, not to his head, to, to the game, mate. The damage <laughs> was done. <laughs> not to Lloydie's head. But, um, yeah, I said to him, mate, you know, when he walked by, like, second half, you know, I, I remember scoring five in 23 minutes at Oldsworthy, mate. That's the best I ever did. And I, I honestly thought he was going to beat that, mate, the way it was going. Because, you know, it was one of them games that everything was dropping to Lloydie, if you know what I mean, mate. You know, mm. he even had a... His second goal was, a, a, you know, an header. He probably be... He, he scored an header, like, first couple... Well, sixth minute, I think. And then he had an even easier header probably um, for his next goal. And he added it straight at Paul Williams, mate. Good old Willow, by the way. Deke's 50 years old, still in goal for Mully and me. Yeah, in the Southwestern League. I mean, yeah, got, got to say well done to him. But um, but yeah, added it straight at Willow, really. And, the, and Willow sort of parried it down right back to Lloydie's left foot. So, you know, he, was, he sort of had a bit of luck, but took his goals well, mate. And yeah, certainly a purple patch for Lloydie, mate. And, you know, he's deserved that, really, mate, because he's worked really hard, you know, last few weeks, mate, without much reward, really. Like, so he's sort of, um, he, well, he's more than doubled his goal tally for the season with those four, mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, well, whilst we're talking about him, shall we hear from him? Yeah, yeah, good old Lloydie. Now, the biggest Peninsula win of the day last Saturday was Weybridge 7 million nil. And uh, who better to tell us about the match than the the man who scored four of those goals? Um, Matt Lloyd, what are you doing scoring that many? Um, I don't really know, to be honest, Dave. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it just, it, it, it was just one of those days. I think every every chance in the first, well, 15 minutes fell to me and just scored four. It was just one of those things, just as, as Rappo put in his report. Um, it's just one of those puzzle patches, I suppose. But it was it was a very nice feeling. How often have you scored four before then in a match? Never. Never? No. Oh right. No, oh. I was a left I was a left back till I was twenty. Right. Um yeah, and then went I think think people realised I couldn't defend, so I've gone very quickly forward up the pitch. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh 
do they realise you can score now then before Saturday's four or uh, are you just been hanging in there all this time? Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know to be honest, Dave. I've been struggling this season. Um, I'd only scored three before Saturday and then popped up with four, which it just, it just, yeah, it just went my way. So I'm happy, happy for the team, happy for three points, and yeah, we'll go again. And you didn't play the whole match, did you? No. So when did you come off and why? Um, well, I went for a header um, in well the 20th minute, um, and I got punched in the head by the keeper and then <laughs> felt dizzy and just had to go off, really. No side effects the next day, hopefully? No, absolutely fine. No, I, was, I, I had a shower and half the time I was, I was all right again. But yeah, it was about 10 minutes. So I think I had to go down three times and I was just, I just called it a day. So yeah. that was that, yeah. OK. So these four goals then came in rapid time, didn't they? Yeah. So how, yeah. how many minutes did you do it in then? Um, 11 apparently <laughs> 11 minutes yeah <laughs> so you're not you, this is the first time I scored four goals so then you get them in 11 minutes that's yeah. that's a hell of a going yeah yeah I uh everything like I say it all just fell to me and yeah I think we, we were playing very well in that first 20 minutes and I think I had six shots and four went in so there you go which way were you playing uh shooting towards the road Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? So there's yeah. probably no one up you're up that end. No, there was no, there was nobody outside um, because it was an absolute torrential downpour for the first twenty minutes, and our pitch is now not in a very good very good shape. But yeah, there was nobody outside in the in the, in the first twenty minutes at all. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> never mind. And um, yeah. have you got a special celebration when you score or what? Um, not really. Um, I, I, I like I say I haven't scored many this season, so the first the first one was just relief really. Um I just I just jump as hard as I can, I think. That's that's kind of my celebration. <laughs> so which was the best goal out of the four of them for you? Um probably my probably my fourth. Um it was just one of those one of those where I tried something that I wouldn't normally try, um and then tucked it back onto my left foot and then you're, in, you're you're confident at that point, aren't you? I think if I if I'd have had that had that chance at the, at the start of the game, I probably would have put it in the road. But <laughs> um, yeah, it it just went straight straight past the keeper and yeah, it was it was tucked it in onto my left and just drilled it top of the net. Yeah, as you say, by the, by that time you would have been confident. You could have done anything, couldn't you? And well, it would have, and it, it would have come off. It did. It did feel that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've not had many times in in a, in a football match that I felt confident that pretty much anything I'm going to do is going to go and hit the net but like I say just one of those one of those days and that you know Rapper and I keep saying it's a funny old game and I'm sure you've you've said it n- numerous times but that is it isn't it because I mean I watched yeah. Wade Bridge against Liscard and the ball wasn't going to go on the net for you for, for no. the team no. yeah you Absolutely go and score not. seven I mean what what was the difference it's million you know not on, you know, was it not their day or you were just absolutely magic or what? Um, I think we were pretty unlucky against Liscard, to be honest. Um, I think we had some, some some quite good chances, but yeah, um, we just couldn't hit the back of the net. But Saturday, I think um, I, we, we played very well. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. We played equally as well as we did in the first half against Liscard. Um, but 
the chances that we had were probably well they were definitely better chances mm. um and yeah basically everything that we hit against Liscard didn't hit the target and everything that we hit against Mullion hit the target so <laughs> you're going to score more than you don't if you hit the target with with pretty much every shot that you have mm. That's the way it goes, I suppose. Now, did, yeah, absolutely. Did I see that this is some sort of record? The, these four goals in eleven minutes. Um, I don't. I don't know that. Um, Do you I, care? I, uh, not really. I, I just like the fact that we've we've scored seven, got a clean sheet against a team that were not, were two points below us in the league. Um, it's, it's kept the pressure on. But yeah, in in hindsight, or or, or thinking about it personally, after I finish, it might be a nice stat to have but at the moment it's just it's just about the team and making sure that we're challenging for that those those top few places this season on the day it was it was well a result to sort of look at twice wasn't it uh, you know yeah. i expected money <laughs> i expected money to give you a game to be honest i've seen them a couple of times and they've done all right um yeah Seven nil. I was really taken aback so where does that leave waybridge in the title race um, we'd like to think we're in. Mm, I, I don't think I don't know. I don't know to be honest, Dave. I've looked at the table. Blazier are a good side, obviously. Liscard are absolutely flying. Um, I think we need to do. We, we've played both of them twice, so we need other teams to do us a bit of a favour to to get anywhere near those two, which I think they're kind of set and sail and, and flying away from the league. To be honest, because they are two very good sides, but I think the next few places. Um, Next couple of places, obviously, everyone talks about a top four this mm. season. Um, I, I think they're up to grabs. There's probably six, seven, eight sides that probably look at that and think we could we could get a good go at that. But yeah, we 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 we've obviously lost to Bude recently, lost to Liscard, so that was a that was a huge win um, after a draw a draw at Newquay. So four points was a pretty good week for us, to be honest. Yeah, and does the fact that obviously because of the restructuring, we know that the top four. For, for certain, are going to be going up into the Step Five League. Does that make the, the the season that little bit more interesting for for everyone? Because normally, like last season, I mean, Falmouth, Liscard were yeah. sort of running away with it, weren't they? So this season, yeah. it's got to be interesting for the players and the management, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, there's a there's a prize at the end of it, even if you do finish fourth to mm. go into the into that top league. Like last season, I think Falmouth didn't concede a goal until they played us something like 10th or 11th game in the season. So <laughs> by that point, they were already set in sail and everyone's in their dust. But yeah, this season, definitely. Um, yeah, you've got some surprise packages in there as well and they're, they're obviously doing well. But yeah, that, there's probably an incentive for, like I say, seven or eight teams in that middle half of the table that are all looking and thinking, cool, if we two on the bounce, three on the bounce, they could they could make that top four. So yeah, it's 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 a long it's a long season. Um, well, it's been quite a quite a tough start to the season, to be honest, with the amount of games that we've had. So yeah, there's there's definitely points up for grabs for the whole season. So it's it's going to be interesting. You're almost halfway through your season. You've played 14 yeah. in the league, and um, well, there's yeah. only you know there's 17 teams. So um, you're cracking yeah. on with the games. Sticker this coming Saturday. Could that be a bit of a banana skin or not? I don't. It could be. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. It could be. You never know. Um, they beat us 1-0 down there last season. Um, they played very well. We were absolutely terrible. So, yeah, it, it, it could be. I hope that I hope that the kind of team that we've that Rowe has built this season is a bit different and we could go down there and, and get three points. But 
Um, I played at Sticker for seven or eight years, and yeah. if, it, if it's windy there and it's a bit dull, it's 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 not a nice place for away teams to go and play. So we got to, we've got to be on our on our game um, to make sure that we do get the three points. And they'll be looking out for you, seeing you scored four goals last Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like playing at sticker, so <laughs> we'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, great stuff. Anyway, Matt, I mean, four goals in, in a game is terrific anyway. And four goals in 11 minutes is absolutely out of this world. So well done on that. Yeah. And thanks, um, very much. thanks for talking to the podcast. No worries, Dave. Thanks very much, mate. I'll see you soon. Yeah, Lordy there, four goals for Weybridge in last Saturday's um, action. Whilst we're talking or looking at the results, another hat trick for Tornado Rapper? Yeah, I know, I think so. Yeah, I mean, ever since you sort of spoke about him, mate, he's he's gone on a rich vein of form, mate. And he's like a man possessed, mate, isn't he? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, so another hat trick for Tornado. Um, yeah. Other strikers amongst the goals that uh, we know of, Ben Waters got another one, his 11th for Callington. So, uh, yeah, good old Walt. Yeah. So, Dennis Jaffa Rowe got two. He's another regular goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah, Jaffa scores a few goals, mate, doesn't he? Out and out goal scorer, mate. Yeah. And uh, a name on the score sheet, um, only his second of the season, but a few years ago, he was knocking them in for, for. Pastime, uh, Chris Kilby, St. Allstall. Yeah, yeah. He has gone a bit quiet lately, old Chris, mate, hasn't he? Yeah. Most of the net was both short, certainly. Yeah, let's hope um, that's the start of a, a good run of form for, or a good run of goal scoring for Chris, anyway. Um, going back to yeah. that uh, St. Dennis win, 3 2 at Lanson, obviously it was a bottom of the table sort of clash, wasn't it? I think we said last week that it's the old proverbial six-pointer digs, wasn't it? You know, mm. two teams sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you they're, they're games you really want to win, mate, and they to sort of get, you know, three points for you and like you say, three points lost for the other team, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. I think I... I think I had Lonson to nick that one, mate, but well done to Simon and his lads, mate. He's gone up there and, you know, one three two 2 and you know, I think St. Dennis have made a couple of signings, mate, haven't they, um, this week as well, haven't they? I think yes. Billy Cotton, yeah. Well, what, what, yeah, whilst you're talking about signings, um, that, that brings us nicely on to Wednesday's games this week. And, uh, well, there were two debuts that stood out. Um, one, you just mentioned yeah. Billy, I don't know whether you pronounce his name Cotton or Cotton, because there's only one T no. in it, isn't there? So, um, but, uh, yeah, remember Tony Cotton, mate, the keeper, yes. Man City, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was one T, so you're probably right, Dick. Yeah, so um, Billy Coton anyway um, made his debut for St Dennis, but um, didn't finish it, did he? Did he not, mate? No, he got sent off. Oh no, what <laughs> debut? <laughs> did he not know I that? Oh, right. No, I didn't, mate. No, sorry, Dick. So I have, I have, I have honestly been working hard this week. <laughs> oh God, you don't have to tell us every ten minutes. But, no, uh, I'm a bit behind the, the times this week, mate. Yeah. Although I did get to see a game myself, Dick. I did <laughs> right. get to see a game. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was Billy. Uh, not the best of debuts for him at no. uh, for <laughs> Dennis. They went down two one at Newquay, and uh, he got uh, red carded. But the game that you were at, yeah, there was another debut boy, wasn't there? Tell us about it. Ah, uh, superb, mate! I was so chuffed, so chuffed for well, young Morksy Junior, mate, 
Kyle Marks, mate, or or Spud, as I've known him, mate, since he's about six years old. But but yeah, um, well, in the end, Deeks, it was it was Bobman two, Camelford Camelford two, good old local Derby, Deeks, in the end, and um, and Kyle scored both goals, mate, for Bobman on his debut. So almost a dream. Well, it was a dream debut, Deeks. Almost a a hat trick dream debut, mate. But great save from. Josh Colwell, mate, last 10 minutes. Denied him. Who was Sinbind, I see, as well. Yeah, yeah. That, I've got to say, Dix, I thought the ref had a, you know, he looked like a young ref, you know. Um, I thought he had a really good game, you know, didn't take any sort of, sort of, you know, a few a few times a few players went up and shouting in his face a bit. And, yeah, he didn't take any, uh, he, he was pretty firm, mate. And I thought he had a good game, you know. There's a, a, a few, a couple of, like, Ryan Downing had a couple 50-50 penalty shouts for Camelford, but he just waved them away straight away. You know, he was on the spot, waved them away um, in a good position. You know, as we was talking about the other week, Dicks, you know, ref was in a great position to see it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it looked like... Um, Looked like Josh said something to the ref on the way in at half time, mate, in the tunnel area there. And I saw him get yellow, but didn't think any more of it, Deeks. And then second <laughs> half, um, <laughs> come out and I thought, that's Tyler Cheshire in goal there, mate. And I thought, what the? I thought Josh, <laughs> Josh had been injured or something, but an injury that I didn't see. But And then it sort of dawned on me, mate, he got that yellow card, didn't he, on the way in? So, and sure enough, mate, you know, after 10 minutes, Josh came on, mate, got his keeper's shirt back. Off Tyler and, and that was that, mate. So yeah, so well done to the ref for, and he, you know, there's a sim bin later on, mate. You know, for the young lad, you know, down in, mate, sort of shouted in the ref's face. Don't think he had much choice there, really, to to mm-hmm. give him a sim bin. But it was good, good use of it. I think Dix, you know, probably one of the best uses of the sim bin I've seen Dix. I think mm-hmm. again, I, I can't, I can't recall seeing a goalie being sim binned. Have you? So far, no. no, I don't think I have thinks. No, no, it is a bit of a weird one, mate, isn't it? Really, because yeah. obviously, yeah, obviously, it causes causes a bit of disruption, mate, doesn't it? As you know, that just a normal player going off. So yeah, yeah, it was a bit, yeah, it was a bit of a weird one, mate. I must admit. And did Tyler have any saves to make or what? No, nothing spectacular. To be fair, Deeks, Camelford come out the second half and, and they were on top, mate, with the 10 men. It was a bit of a weird one, really. Yeah, Camelford looked the better side at the start of the second half. But um, but no, he just had to feel, I think he took a cross, all right, mate. And I think there was one shot that was, you know, lacked any sort of pace. So, you know, like your granny would have saved it, really, you know. So, uh, yeah, Tyler didn't really have too much to do, mate, really. Mm. Clean sheet, mate. Clean yeah, sheet, right. yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, probably a, a well, a welcome point for both sides. Although I would imagine both would have wanted to win, really, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's what I sort of said last night to someone on the way out, mate. You know, they, someone said, "Oh, fair result, Rafa," and I said, "Yeah, I think it, it probably was actually Deeks at the end of the, but it's probably a result like neither like Reg or Dane would have wanted. Really, looking at the league table, mate, in it, they probably would have, you know, both both looked at that game and thought it was a, a sort of winnable game, mate, wouldn't they? So mm. probably open for three points, but but yeah, an honourable an honourable draw, Deeks. I think honourable draw. Right, and um, are we seeing any? sort of changes do you think at Bodmin with Dane Bunny now in charge yeah I think so mate 
Yeah, I think so. They, they looked a bit more solid. I, I watched Bob Min earlier on in the season, Deeks. So I, I think it's the night they beat Godolphin 2-1. Um, and I thought Bob Min looked a bit better last night, if I'm honest. I think, especially, you know, Kyle having, you know, he had an excellent game, really, mate. You know, great debut and he, he was flying all over the pitch. But, yeah, they had some good players, mate. Look looked fairly solid at the back. And, yeah, I think Dane's definitely building something there, Deeks, so without a doubt, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. That was Bobbin 2, Camelford 2 on the same night. Uh, Wendron went top of the table with Charlie Young getting both goals in their win against Penzance. Yeah. And, uh, I have to say, uh, you know, whereas you had a couple sin bins at your match, well, I thought the players did really well. Both sides, Wendron and Penzance, um, not too much moaning at the uh, referee. Well, in fact, very little moaning at the referees. So that was that was good to see. And something I've never seen before, we had a husband and wife as officials, the Greens. I wonder what they talked about on the way home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, an interesting breakfast table deeps that one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Next morning. Yeah, that's yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah. Not seen that before. So. No. no, good to see, mate. Good to see. I forgot to say, Deeks, Wendron, mate. Wendron's 5-1 win at doubles was quite good as well, wasn't it? Yes. Last week. Ryan Reeve, uh, man of the match, I think, yeah, wasn't he? Good. Scored three and yeah. uh, involved with the two other goals. So, um, well done to Ryan yeah, on for that one. Yeah, good reading. And uh, top of the table. Not, I have to say, uh, you know, again, honestly saying it, that uh, I didn't think Wendron played that well, to be fair. And I, I've read already today, Mike O'Neill, the... the um, Wonder manager has praised up Penzance for the way they played. So, uh, so yeah. Penzance um, will feel, I think, a little bit un- unlucky they didn't get a point, to be honest. Were they really dicks? Yeah, I, oh, I would say so. The yeah. second half, it was, you know, they, they had more of the game. Um, it wasn't until really the last 10 minutes that Wendron woke up and, and, uh, yeah. They brought on the sub, um, Josh Wood, is it? They brought him on. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, he was causing a bit of trouble down the right wing. Put a cross in low across the uh, across the floor, and uh, well, I don't know what Penzance. I think two defenders had a go clearing it, and pretty much yeah. both of them miskicked it, <laughs> whatever. But and it just fell nicely to Charlie Young, and uh, he made no mistake. So, uh, so yeah. that was two-one uh, top of the table. They're on thirty-two points, the same as Bude. Same number of games played, but um, yeah. Wondering got a slightly better goal difference. Third place, St. Blasey. They've got two games in hand against the top two. They're only two points behind. And then we've got Liscard yeah. fourth with 29 points. Weybridge fifth with 28. And Newquay creeping at the table. Um, they're in sixth mm. place, 13 games good played. Choice, yeah, so 24 points. Yeah, um, so that's what the top six looks like. Now, last week, Rapper, we got into a conversation yeah. about strikers, didn't we? We did, mate, didn't we? Yeah, sort of, uh, yeah, uh, three, wasn't it, so far this season, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I, I was trying to suggest, you know, what would be our preferred front three, and you sort of, yeah. you know, chucked in a curved ball by coming up with a completely different choice <laughs> from me. So, um, but we, we've had a few responses, Um Again, not as many as I would like. We 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 would like listeners' participation on these podcasts if we can. But uh, 
Um, just to remind everyone, I went with uh, Luke Cloak, Charlie Young and Tornado Bello. And uh, you went for Dan Jennings, James Lorenz and Liam Eddy. Um, now, Barry Wood, he went with the same as you, Rapu, the same three. Yeah, uh, yeah he's clever, Barry. Mate. Clever football. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about football. Um, Luke Gibbons, he went with uh, Luke Cloak, uh, James Lorenz and James Rowe, Liscard. Um, yeah, he played well the other week. Yeah, he? he seems to be on form at the moment. And um, John mm. Hill, he came in with Luke Cloak um, and two other names, Ryan Downing, who you watched uh, midweek, and mm. Callum McGee. Yeah, yeah, good, good young players, mate, isn't they? Ryan and Callum, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Ryan yeah. needs to concentrate, just concentrate on playing football? Yeah. I do, Deeks. I really thought that last night because I thought, such a talented lad, Deeks, and, and what a turn of pace. You know, he's one of he's one of them strikers, Deeks, that, that goes from, like, standing still to like you know the turn of pace, it, it, it's so quick. You know that's a that's an art really, Deeks. There aren't many strikers that you know a lot of strikers can build up a bit of pace, Deeks, can't they? Over sort of ten, twenty yards, but he goes from standing still to absolutely burning off a defender in like five yards, mate. You know mm-hmm. he's got electric pace, yeah. And but he, he just seemed so aggressive, mate. You know it's, it's like it's like he had the world on his shoulders, mate. You know, but he's he's, he's playing angry, I think, Deeks. You know. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know why now. I might be totally wrong, mate. You know, I'm sure Reg, you know, and Bobby and that, you know, and see him week in, week out. But look, such a talented lad, Deeks. And I thought if he could play with a bit of smart, you know, with a smile on his face, Deeks, I think he'd be even better than he is, mate, you know? Because mm. he's only yeah. young, isn't he? I think he's he's, he's yeah. playing for Truro under 18s, isn't he? So, uh, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real talent, Deeks. Real talent. Yeah. 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 What would be one of the best young talents, if not, you know, in, in the old league, Deeks, without a doubt? He's electric, really electric. Yeah. So come on, Ryan, just concentrate on the football. Yeah, don't worry. Up. Don't worry about anything else. So uh, yeah, yeah. Cheer up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. We um, a few other suggestions. For these strikers. Um, now I don't know where this one's coming from because we were referring to Peninsula West strikers, and uh, yeah. this guy's come in with Diallo of Mosel, Nixon of Falmouth, and Barner of Falmouth. Now. They're Western League, aren't they? So that's, that's, yeah. um, we did have another one: uh, Liam Eddy, Dan Jennings, and Billy Hopcroft. That's the first mention for Billy. Oh, yeah. So, decent. Decent. Uh, and just yeah. to finish this off, uh, now what do what do you make of these three that were suggested? All right, are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah go on, mate. Stuart Bowker. Yeah. No, he doesn't play for West Division uh, no. side in the Peninsula. <laughs> uh, what about these other two? And not everyone's going to know these names, to be honest. Um, the first, yeah. the first one is Lee Cansfield. <laughs> Cansley retired about fifteen years ago, <laughs> uh, and the third one, <laughs> the third one is Justin Ashburn. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's in the element from three. <laughs> Both would have had to have been, but, well, <laughs> was it Stu Boker or Andy Boker, mate? Stu, Stu Boker. No, oh, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, if it's Andy, it'd be slightly better, say. wouldn't it? Yeah, no, it's Stuart yeah, Boker. Stu would have been about five years old when <laughs> when Jimmy and Kanzi was in their prime, mate, wouldn't yeah, it? <laughs> if, if that even, but, uh, so, yeah, yeah so, um, I'm not sure. I am got, no, a, I am got no. a real name for that one. He replied on the... Um, 
on the Anchor podcast yeah. website, so uh, I don't know who it yeah. was, but uh, yeah, Justin Ashburn, Stuart Baker, and Lee Cansfield. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> all right, great front three, Dick, but I don't think in reality it would be happening. <laughs> That's right, but okay. Anyone with the preferred front three, by all means, get them in. That's what I say. And perhaps a couple of weeks' time, we'll be asking about a different position uh, that we want the. Yeah their opinions on but um uh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was um our choices of front runners so as i said anyone got any further suggestions send them in um uh at soccer podcast um at mark rapsy one and dave deacon at cornish soccer dot no what am i saying dave deacon at cornish soccer dot info that's right Right, fixtures coming up in the peninsula. No midweek games in the West, but there is uh, pretty much a full schedule on Saturday. Um, anything sticks stands out for you, Rapper? Um, I think it's got to be Bude Blazy, I think, Dick's isn't it? The one that stands out, mate. Yeah. You going up? I think. No, no, I don't think so, mate. But, but I've got to say good luck to referee Billy Wooten, mate. <laughs> I, did, I did look to see who was the ref and I wish him all the best up there mate. <laughs> okay. in a big game like that a big game like that isn't it yeah it is a big game so, actually I mean yeah. to, to be fair second big third yeah Blazy have to win it I would say you know Bude yeah Bude under no right, pressure mate. yeah so uh, yeah. Bude will be well up for that one mate won't they yeah, yeah that's yeah. right yeah. going well mate going well yeah Wendron yeah, Wendron owned the camel for a mate to stay top, so you would fancy Wendron there, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, um, I don't know, really, mate, the other ones. St. Dennis got a tough game, mate, haven't they? Owned to list scored. Mm-hmm. Nuki at Penzance. Stakes, there's two fine old Cornish clubs, isn't it, mate? Yeah. The year off. Good no. old picture, that one, isn't it? Yeah, that, that'll be an interesting one to, to look out for the result because, like I said, Penzance seem to be... Uh, putting you know a better sort of performance together so yeah. uh and Yuki on a good run of form so um yeah, yeah impressive yeah yeah well and Penzance to be honest you know I watched Penzance win 5-3 at Sticker last week mate and Nuki drew trio with Weybridge mate and thought both teams looked really good Dick. so yeah could be a good game that one mate at Penley Diggs mm-hmm what have we got left we've Definitely. got uh St. Austell home to Godolphin uh, Callington uh, play host to Mullion and um, yeah. sticker against Weybridge. Yeah, that'd be interesting, mate. <laughs> Not too far for you to go. No, 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 Diggs. No, just like the just a local one, isn't it, mate? Yeah. Just a local one. But uh, yeah, be an interesting afternoon, mate. But. I might not be there, Deeks. <laughs> right. I might not. But I'll, 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 tell, I'll tell you more, mate. I'll tell you more next week, mate. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, mate. God, everyone's going to be team. everyone's going to be tuning in next week, aren't they? It's so yeah. excited to hear what, uh, what's going on. <laughs> right. Okay. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix. Right. Let's move on. Yeah. It's um, St. Pyrrhon. League and the East Division. It's our regular contributor, John Colenso. How are you doing, John? Hello, Dave. How are you? 
Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. So, um, was there much to talk about from last Saturday's results? Um, yeah, there was four league games and two league cup games. Um, Callington with a good 2-0 win against St Austell. They'll be happy with that after losing a couple of games in a row. Um, they were looking to get back to winning ways, so they did that with a 2-0 win. Um, and then a bit of a shock, really, the next one. Paul Perro, Nielsen, Dominic Four. Mm. Um, expected that to be a closer game. I think I went for it as my uh, game of the day. And um, St Dominic really went to town and won 4-0 at league leaders Paul Perro with Harvey Barrett getting two of their goals. Yeah, I think the shock is more the the scoreline, isn't it, rather than St yeah. Dominic winning, because that was always a possibility. But 4-0, that's a, let's be fair, that's a bit of a hammering, isn't it? It is at home, yeah. Paul Perro don't... That doesn't happen to them very often at Kelly Garth, does it? It's uh, yeah, maybe, like say maybe a two-one or a or a you know three-two or something, but not like say not four-nil. So mm. a big win for St Dominic and uh, puts pressure on the rest of the league to just um, keep up, now, doesn't it? Yeah. Old Perro top and St Dominic were well, they're in fourth now, so. Yeah, with with five games in hand on Paul Perro as well. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, how have Paul Perro played played so many games? I don't know. They're, they're way ahead, aren't they? Fixtures wise, twelve yeah, they games. They must have had like um, they must have had some floodlit midweekers, you know, yeah. at other at other places. So yeah, they've certainly got on with their games. Okay, who else played? Um, yes, yeah, so we've got uh, second place Saltash Borough with a good four one win against Gunners Lake, who were in third place. So they've really made sure that they. Uh, Stamp their mark on the league table. Uh, Joe Priest scoring two of their goals again. He seems to be getting a few goals this season. Uh, have you uh, noticed that since you mentioned Henry Bunning the other week, he hasn't scored? I oh know, I know, I can't believe it. <laughs> every other game last year, wasn't it? And he's, yeah. I know he scored two. He scored two in the Salt Ash Derby, but uh, he's had another blank. Yeah. Oh well. And the last game, sticker three, Launceston reserves nil. Right. No great surprise there. I don't think. Not really, no. I think Launceston is struggling at the bottom there, aren't they? So, yeah. um, I know Callington were keen to get a win to sort of keep themselves away from the, the bottom half of the table. So, uh, they were pleased with that. I spoke to a few of their players. So, um, yeah, they're definitely happy with that win at St Austell who are also struggling down the bottom there, aren't they? Yeah. Now, the standout result surely has yes. to come in the League Cup, doesn't it? Yes. Um, Millbrook against St Day. Uh, Millbrook in ninth in the East Division, St. Day unbeaten in nine games in the West Division, and Millbrook won 5 0. I know. 4 0 yeah. at half time. I think St. Yeah. Day must have well felt like going home. Yeah, it must have been a long journey that they didn't really want to get off the bus for, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. And, um, if the weather was anything like the weather we had, they probably didn't want to get off the bus, to be honest. <laughs> right. um, Josh Hambleton with, uh, with a hat trick as well mm. for Millbrook. So, and the other game was Tall Point Reserves nil, Mausel Development three. Yeah, so at least it was even, wasn't it? Uh, West against yeah. East ended up even. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But uh, but I, if anything, I would have thought it might those results might have been the other way around. Absolutely, yeah. Same here. Yeah. So Millbrook have had a really good Saturday, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So the league table now looks uh, Paul Perro are top. 12 games, 28 points. Saltash Borough, second, 10 games, 24 points. Gunners Lake, third, nine games, 19 points. And St Dominic on the lowly, seven games with 18 points. Right. So what have we got coming up on Saturday? On Saturday, we've got Launceston Reserves against Tall Point Reserves. Altonon against Polperro. Uh, Saltash Borough against Callington. 
St Dominic against Sticker and St Morgan against Saltash United Reserves. And you mentioned the top four there in the table. Um, I would say Alton Un have got a must-win game there at home against Paul Parrow, haven't they? They have, yeah. Obviously, Paul Parrow are going to be looking to put things right, aren't they? Um, Alton Un are currently in fifth. I've just got the league table up now mm. um, with games in hand, so they can soon get back up there. But uh, I should think Paul Parrow will certainly be looking to uh, get back to winning ways as quick as they can. And quite a tough task at Alton Un, I would have thought. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see uh, the, the outcome of that match, won't it? Yeah, yeah, it will. And um, just to mention, the, the Lansing game, for some reason, at two o'clock, whereas the others are three o'clock. I'm not quite sure why Why there's a difference no, in time. Yeah, I don't know, really. Not sure. Right. Yeah, whether it interferes with something else, I'm not entirely sure, Dave, on that one. Right. Perhaps that's the time that the windmill switches off at Penny Gillum. Maybe that's what it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> OK, thanks very much, John. All right. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks to John there. Uh, one midweek game in the East Division of the St. Pyrrhon League. So that's United 1, Millbrook 2. Goals from Ethan Hunt and Finley Walker. That uh, moves Millbrook up in the sixth place. So uh, that's the East. What about the West wrapper? Yeah, it was, well, I think you and John already covered it, really, mate. There was, uh, the well, the... <laughs> So the top two, really, Deeks, in the West, they were both in St. Piran League uh, Cup action, Deeks, weren't they, last weekend? Both having long trips to the... Is it the Rain Peninsula, Deeks, up that way? Is that what you yeah, call Yeah, yeah, you could be Rain. right. Yeah, yeah. Rain yeah, Head, Rain I Head, it I think it is, Rain Head. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Deeks, yeah. But ironically, mate, both had trips up there, and I think you and JC said the same, mate, the, the results you would have thought might have gone the other way, but... but <laughs> I mean, leaders of the, leaders of the West, obviously St. Day, mate, didn't travel at all well, Deeks, and they got they got battered 5-0 by Milbrook Reserves. A uh, bit of a shock, mate. And I think JC's already mentioned it, Josh Hambleton uh, getting that trick, mate. And um, But luckily for, for us there, Deeks, down West, mate, Mosul development fared much better, um, sort of up the road or down the road, mate. Well, they won 3-0 at Tor Point reserve sticks uh well, that was a pretty good result at the mill mate wasn't it mm. to uh, to rectify it really mate to to rectify it but and there was there's a few league games as well mate Alston reserves and hail um i think we picked that one out to be a close game last week i think Deakston, and we were right mate it ended up one all um wade brown and cameron irish mate swapping goals so two familiar goal scorers there Deakston, mm. there, over the years um, St Agnes and Redruth United fought out a 2-2 draw at Ennis Park um, Redruth thinks they had four Matthews in their team mate just one for JC mate um, Matthew uh, Alum, Collins and Granger who scored he scored as well mate uh, Matthew Granger mate and Louis Matthews as well mate mm-hmm. <laughs> or is that cheating is that cheating mate it's still a Matthew isn't it yeah that's right. no Bernard Matthews <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He was busy uh, cooking his chicken, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, and the Luggan, the Luggan, they beat Perrinwell 3 2 in a, in a tough looking game at Oxland Park. Perrinwell picked up a lot this season, Deeks, aren't they? Mm. Good to see. After their sort of disappointing last season, they, they're really competing well, Deeks, and only lost 3 2 at Champions, the Luggan, mate. Um, at Oxland Park. Jordan Lucky. 
Aaron Myers, and I see a Barry White at Goldie. So I would presume that'd be a penalty, mate, would it? I would imagine so, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. Old Baz is good at the old pens, mate, isn't he? He doesn't have smash. <laughs> he doesn't have smash. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does take a nice, take some saving, I think, mate, even if it was straight at you. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, if I had to pick a game on Saturday, Diggs, I'd probably say go to the Vogue, mate. You know, we're a leader's day after their disappointing cup game last Saturday, Diggs. They, they could well be tested by uh, Perrinwell, I think, Diggs, couldn't they, this Saturday? Yeah, that that that's a strange result though. That St. Day one, isn't it? Yeah. When you think about it, five nil. That's that's a real mm. standout result. And it, you know, yeah. let's be fair, it's a bit of a hiding, isn't it? I can't. I don't, yeah. I don't know what sort of side St. Day had. Whether they travelled no. a bit light or what, but um, but I did have a look actually, Dix. I think they did have a few out. To be fair, mate, I have had a it's look a at the, the team. For goodness' on, sake, surely they would have yeah, made enough for it. Yeah, I think there were. I mean, it wasn't like masses of players out, Dicks. It's only, a, you know, two or three, I think. You know, one, you know, you've got to give Milbrook full credit, I think, mate, rather than, you know, saying that they were sort of a bit weaker. But yeah, full credit to Milbrook. A long trip up there, mate, and an even longer one home, wasn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Who were their main strikers um, today? No Gavin Boone. He didn't, he wasn't there. Francis no, Pengelly, he scores a few for them, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, France has been scoring a few, mate. Um, he played. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember who played now, Dick. So I did look at the team last night and thought, oh, it's not that sort of, you know, sort of weak. But, but um, oh, it, yeah, I mean, I suppose you say as an out-and-out goal scorer, mate, I suppose you would say Gavin is the sort of main man there, isn't he, sort of. But, um, but yeah, he won't play, mate. I mean, they, but they have plenty of players, mate, capable of scoring a goal, mate. You know, Brian Ork, Brian Ork. Mate played. I mean, obviously Justin Miles, great from set pieces. Justin, mate. Uh, Dan Richards played. Dick, so there's a there's a goal scorer, mate, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Extra- extraordinaire. Yeah. So Rob Weir as well. Dix was in the starting lineup. So I mean, plenty of big names there. Dix, you know, Ben Williams played. Matt Witts, mm. Nathan Taylor. You know, is it? It's Joan Kitchen. You know, it's a good side, mate. Chris Dobson is is probably a couple out. Dix probably that's all mm. from from that team. I watched it for perhaps the Cup St. Suiting St. Day, mate, because I watched them lose in the Intermediate Cup at Foxhole as well, didn't I, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, so mm. yeah, I'm sure the league's a priority for them, though, Diggs, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure the league is a priority. So not everyone loves the Cup. Yeah. True, mate. No, no, it doesn't seem, doesn't seem to, mate, do they? No. It doesn't seem to, mate. Right. Yeah. Like you said, it's a funny old game, Dick, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> Anyone think they sponsor us? But yeah. Uh, the, the, it's a funny old game company. They sponsor us. Right. Yeah. You can subscribe to the Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. Okay. So <laughs> time to find out the latest from uh, the women's scene with the help of Gary Hawking. It was three defeats and one victory for the Cornish teams in the FA Cup third qualifying round last weekend. The winners were Liscard, who had a home tie against Stockwood Wanderers. Liscard dominated from start to finish, scoring three in the first half and eight in the second to finish 11-2 winners. 
Eve Moore and Amy Hemingway both bagged hat-tricks, and Liscard's treasurer picked up a very handy £4,000 winner's cheque. Liscard now go on to the first round proper, where they've been drawn away to the team two places above them in the league, Bishops Lydiard. But it's back to league action Sunday as they take on bottom place Royal Wooden Bassett Town at Lux Park. On paper, St Alstor had the easiest tie of the round away to Frampton Rangers, who played two divisions lower, but it was Frampton who scored the only goal of the game in the 18th minute. It's now played eight, lost eight for St Alstor this season, and it doesn't get any easier as they travel to higher division Cheltenham Town in the Women's National League plate competition. In the other two FA Cup ties, Sticker and Salt Ash both had mission impossibles playing teams two divisions higher in the Women's National League. Sticker lost their home tie 7-1 to Portishead Town and Salt Ash went down 12-0 at home to Exeter City. Salt Ash and Sticker play each other on Sunday for the third time in five weeks, this time at Waterways Stadium in the Cornwall Women's Cup. It's one win each so far with the away team winning on both occasions. There was plenty of cup action in the Cornwall Women's Cup last weekend too. The highest score of the day was at Collager Croft where visitors may as well beat Ridruth 16-0. Sophie Wilson scored a hat-trick. Jazz Spencer Amos went one better with four, but Sam Richards topped them both, scoring five. The other big scoreline of the day was at Broadclose where Bude went down 8-3 at home to St Agnes. And in the other two Cornwall Cup ties, Ludgevin beat Callington 2-1 at home and Weybridge won 1-0 at Padstow. There were also two games in Cornwall League Division 2 with Charlestown winning 3-1 at Dropship and Penryn winning 5-0 at Wendron. There's one game on Sunday in the Cornwall Women's League Cup with Callington hosting Padstow and a full set of league fixtures. Game of the day in Division 1 is at Callaway Park, where second place Helston hosts top of the table Foxhole. Despite the league placings, the form book suggests that Helston have a very good chance of leapfrogging their opponents. In the other Division 1 games, Codros are home to Bodmin, FXSU host Bude, and Mosel entertain Saltash Borough. There are still two teams with 100% records in Division 2 and both have away games with Weybridge going to 7th place Redruth and St Agnes are away to 8th place Wendron. Both away sides will fancy keeping those 100% records alive for at least one more week. And finally, in the other Division 2 games, Ludgevin are home to Charlestown and Penryn host Dropship. As always, thanks to Gary Hawkin for providing all this information. From the Southern League to the Trelawney, we've got you covered. Let's go back to John Colenso and the East Cornwall Premier League. Well, lots of games last Saturday, John. Yeah, good uh, good set of games last Saturday. Um, and I know we mentioned last week about there being lots of high scores, didn't we? It seems to have settled itself down a little bit this week, apart from the um, usual Foxhole scoreline. Yeah, yeah, and that is a big score, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Foxhole nine, St Blazy nil, with uh, Ben Bolt getting another hat trick as well. So he's on a good um, run of form at the moment. I think he's top of the goal scorers league now as well. That's a that's the big scoreline. Then back to the normalish scorelines. We've got Lou and St uh drew two all. Nampian won the Clay Country Derby two one against St Stephen. Um, and I also said the next one, North Petherwind 3, Newquay Academy 0. Um, Newquay Academy had a heavy defeat the week before, didn't they? And they've uh, 
obviously rolled their sleeves up for this one and got a, a better scoreline. And they had a player sent off after 23 minutes. So they did it with 10 men as well for most of the game. All right. Yeah, that's uh, probably uh, a bit of relief there uh, from the Newquay camp, I would have thought. Yeah, especially going to North Petherwing because it's a tough place to go and um, yeah. they're doing very well in the league, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah it's good for them. Um, the other Clay Country derby, Roach 2, St. Dennis 1. Um, then we go to St. Colin 1, Nisgard Athletic 3. And the last one of the day was St. Newland East 3, St. Mimber 0. Now, Liscard 1-0 down and came back. Um, how was that game for you? Wet. <laughs> <laughs> right. I ran the line, Dave, um, and I struggled to keep my trousers up, to be fair. It was absolutely, I was soaked through to the bone. <laughs> um, first half, we sort of went towards the clubhouse end, if you like, with the wind and the rain in our faces for the whole 45 minutes. Um, so looking forward to the second half, obviously, with it behind us and drive us forward a bit, and it absolutely stopped dead. It's crazy, isn't it, the weather? I was, yeah. at, I was actually blazing. It, it, there was a little bit of rain before kickoff, and I was thinking, yeah. oh, it's not looking that good. We didn't have any rain during the game. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But you look at Steve, um, some of Steve Pierce's pictures he put on... Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, ...on the forum there. And, yeah, it, it just looks as bad as it was, basically. It was, it was awful at times. Hmm. Oh, well. Hopefully the pictures recovered for Saturday coming because we've got to go there again. Yes, a bit weird, isn't it? How uh, some of the yeah. games uh, or yeah. some of the teams that played each other Saturday are playing each other again this coming yeah. Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, tell us about those fixtures then, John. Well, those fixtures, it's the Clive Rosevere Insurance League Cup. Um, firstly, two o'clock kickoffs. Um, so some blazy entertained Foxhole this time. So they switch their venue around. Could um, home advantage make any difference? Well, they'll be hoping to do something better than last week, wouldn't they? Well, sure. I would hope so. Yeah. Seeing they lost 9-0, they've yeah, got to do maybe, better, haven't they? Maybe lock Ben Bold in the changing room or something. <laughs> <if they can. laughs> yeah. Um, and then, like I mentioned, Liscard have got to go to St. Colum again. Um, Tour point against North Petherwin and Weybridge against St. Stephen. So that's the four League Cup quarterfinal ties. Um, and then into the league, we've got Lou against the Newland East, Nampian against St. Dennis and another Clay Country derby, uh, Newquay against Roach and St. Teth against St. Mimba. Right. So, obviously, uh, the top of the table sides are involved in league action, aren't they? But um, So, what is the top of the table looking like at the moment? Top of the, top of the table is in League Cup action, aren't they? So, it's Foxhole, North Petherwind and Tall Point, first, second and third. Yep. Um, tight at the top. Foxhole have played nine, got 25. North Petherwind have played 10, got 25. And Torpoint have played nine, got 24. Looking quite good for, uh, you know, for the season to be competitive, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, same as last season. There was sort of three or four battling out, you know, right to the very end. And it was, uh, it made for a really good seed, really good competitive season. So hopefully it'll carry on the same. Now you saw St. Colin Major, obviously, last Saturday. No conditions weren't uh, conducive to, to good play, probably. But... Are they going to be a threat at the top of the table? I would say so. Yeah, they're a good strong team. Good strong team. They took, they um, they certainly tested us um, for the full ninety minutes. Um, they got some good experienced players in there, and they they play well as a team. So yeah, it, um, they'll certainly be competing. I would have thought. And are Liscard likely to go there with a similar squad this coming Saturday than they had last Saturday? No, luckily we've got our own strikers back because there is obviously restrictions on you have to have played a certain amount of games to be able to play in the League Cup. Ah, right. So, yeah, so we will be going there with our 
usual strikers, um, which have qualified to play in that in that game. So, so yeah, luckily we had three to step in while we had our three strikers missing Saturday. So, <laughs> right. Well, why why were they missing? Oh, just wedding. It just happened. All happened to be on the same day. One was a wedding. One was a family do somewhere else, and the other one, I'm not sure what he was doing, but he couldn't make it either. So, yeah. So we're just lucky that uh, first team didn't have a game, and we used our our club as it should be used. Yeah. Okay. And so Colin Major, what's the facilities like out there? Because they've come up from the duchy, haven't they? Yeah, pictures pictures nice and flat. Um, it was it was well it was nice and flat before we started. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> yeah, good luck to the good luck to the groundsman this week, I would say, um, with the amount of rain we're having. But yeah, no, it's not bad at all. Well, thank you very much. No problem, Dave. Thank you. Yep, thanks to John there. Obviously, every week he brings us uh, what he can about the East Corner Premier League, which is shaping up into quite a nice league again this season. Um, as I'm sure all the other leagues that are left to be spoken about. And, uh, Rappo, it's time for your roundup. Yeah, that's gone quick, Diggs, today, mate. Um, yeah, we'll start with the combo, Diggs, as usual. Uh, well, interesting sort of top of the league. Alston third's top, Diggs, nine games, 19 goals, St. Just second. Game in hand, mate. Played eight, 18 points. Praise played eight, 18 points. Um, and St. Ives, mate, they've picked up a bit, mate. Although they have played nine games, they got 17 points. So, and obviously, not, got to mention Pendine in fifth. Diggs only played five games, got 13 points. So, quite interesting at the top of the league, Diggs. Quite, mm. quite a close sort of, you know, could, could be a good season, I think, mate. But but there was one league game, Diggs. Um, on Saturday and four League Cup games. And, and in, in the only league game, St. Day Reserves beat Gunavon 6 3. Uh, quite com- comprehensive, mate. And in the four League Cup games, mate, St. Just probably had the most impressive 8 1 win over Porth Levin Reserves. Uh, the only surprise in that game, Dix, was uh, Ashley Ellis didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he play? <laughs> Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, right. he played, mate. Yeah, I, I had to double check that, mate, because I thought, what? You know, when you think eight-one, you think that's an Ashley Ellis hat trick for sure, don't yeah. you? But, yeah. but maybe one of them days for him, mate, or or maybe he come off injured deep. So I don't know, but, but he definitely started the game, mate. But Jack Willis certainly did, mate. He and and he had an hat trick, mate. He had an hat trick. So um, St. Ives Deeks were were the sort of big winners as well. Six 0 at home. Um, against St Agnes Reserves, Anthony Cornish with a brace in that one, mate. Um, Pendine kept up their almost perfect start to the season, Deeks, um, and, and transferred it to the Cup, winning 4-1 at Resudgeon. couple of twins, Deeks, scoring in that. Tristan Prouse and Alex Ralph. Um, obviously, they're not twins, Deeks, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, sh- I should say that, Deeks. I should, yeah, I should have um, worded that better, mate. They are a pair of twins, mate, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but not to each other, not to each other. <laughs> but, um, and Mornan, mate, they completed the day's cup fixtures with a 3-2 win at Cold Rose, mate, where, where John Leach had a couple of goals there, mate. And Luke Ward didn't score, mate. So, mm. so yeah. Yeah, that's, that was a that was a, that was a shock as well. But um, only one game, Diggs, to go to on this Saturday. Diggs is, is the big one, mate. It's the it's the Al Smashico, mate, at St. Just. Al um, Smashico. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, a few tackles will be flying in, mate. St. Just v. Pending Rovers, Diggs. That's at Lafroda Park, 3 p.m. kickoff. Mm. So, um, that'll be a, that's that's the only game to go and watch, I think, mate, this Saturday. I know it's a trek, but um, well worth the trip. Um, luckily, mate, there's a superb ref looking after this one, mate. Mr. Phil Cuthbert Deeks, he's, um, you know, he's, you know, fantastic ref, Phil is, mate. And, uh, you know, Phil sharpened um, his pencil Friday night for that one, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> he ho- might need it. Uh, yeah, hopefully he's going to have more than one, perhaps. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah. yeah, best to take a spare, I think. But And there is a Tuesday night game, mate, if anyone fancies a bit of midweek combo deeks next week. Wendron Thirds uh, play Cold Rose, mate. 7 p.m. kickoff at Underlane, mate, Tuesday night. Okay. We'll go on to the Trelawney Dicks. Um, not too many fixtures because obviously it's all about the Junior Cup Dicks on it last weekend. Um, so they were pretty scarce fixtures, mate. None at all in the Dutchie, mate. No no games at all in the Dutchie. So that's an easy one this week. But uh, <laughs> Trelawney, well, I have picked out a few games in the Dutchie Dicks for this week, though, if anyone fancies. Um, in the Premier League, mate, we've got uh, third v fourth, mate, at Lantoum. Um, one of your old club sticks, um, Dogwalls Reserves, mate. They, um, they, they, they've got. Uh, sorry, mate. You can't read can your I... writing again, can you? No, I can't, Deeks. I can't. I can't, mate. Um, <laughs> I don't know, mate. And you've had a hard week. You've been working a lot this yeah, week. Yeah, you? Have, mate. yeah, I, yeah. I still can't read it now, Deeks. I put a line through it. <laughs> Dogwalls is third v fourth. I'm, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> from memory. It's Dogwalks Reserves v St. Merrin, Dix. I don't know why I've put a line through that, mate. They owe St. Merrin. But, um, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I've, um, I don't know why I've done that, mate. I don't know. I don't for the life of me, Dix, know why I've put a line through St. Merrin, mate. They haven't done nothing wrong to me, Dix. No. I don't know why. Right. No. But, but that, yeah, but it's it basically, Dix, is third v fourth, mate, that one. So, uh, yeah, sorry about that, mate. Um, Division one is even better, Deeks. We've got second v first, mate. Ooh. Um, in the, yeah, in this one. St. Mimber Reserve, Warfield, Penn Silver, mate. Um, definitely game of the day. Mm. Sounds like Halloween already, Deeks, going your way, then. I think it's someone going by the window. So, uh, oh, is it mate? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming so. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Halloween already, mate. Um <laughs> Sounded a bit ghostly, that. But, but yeah, St. Minver reserves beat V. Penn Silver, mate. Um, and the Saints will go top with a win, Deeks. They'll, they'll leapfrog Penn Silver, mate, if they can beat them on um, Saturday, mate. So all to play for in Division 1 and, and Division 2, Deeks. I think probably the only game in this one as well. Second v. Third, mate. Lan Ref v. Week St. Mary, Deeks. Looks a good one. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. there aren't so there aren't many games, but what what games there are are all top of the table sort of matches. Yeah, yeah, some good ones this week, Dix. Yeah, some 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 really good ones, mate. Obviously, none at all last week because of the Junior Cup in the Duchy. Um, and Trelawney, Dix, they was really the same. Probably only one or two fixtures in each division, mate. Trelawney Prem. Um, Morning reserves, they made sure um, Stidian stayed at the foot of the table with a 2-1 win, mate. Um, Dawson Smith scoring both goals just before half-time, actually. Dick's good time to score in the 43rd and 45th minutes, that was, mate. 
for Dawson for his goals. Division one, mate. Um, Newlyn Non Atletico Dix. They they trounced Perenwell Reserve seven two at the Pens- Penzance Leisure Centre there, mate, at St Clair. Don't know if you know that pitch, mate, but uh, but uh, it takes them to the top of the table, Dix. Um, and obviously Jack Lidicote, mate, scored his customary hat trick. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. How many goals has he got? He must be cracking up. Yeah. What did we say last week? He's well into the 20s, mate, isn't it? I think he's played seven games and he's got something like 23 goals or something, Dix, now, I think. I don't know without looking at it, mate. You, you might be able to tell me. Um, oh, here we go, here we go. Um, yeah. In fact, um, played eight, played eight, 26 eight. goals. 26 in eight, yeah. That's that's more than a trick of game now, Dix, isn't it? Yeah. He's on. Do we know him? Do, do you know him or not? No, no, I don't think so. I don't know, Jack, mate. So we don't know whether he's young, him. old, small, you know, tall? Yeah. No? Yeah. No, nothing done nothing about him, mate, but he knows where the net is, mate, yeah, doesn't he? That's right. He certainly does. That's for sure, mate. Yeah, yeah, well done, Jack, mate. Um, but yeah, yeah, he got his usual attributes and Seth Mitchell with a brace, Adam Strauger and Sam Long, mate. Uh Dodgers boy, that is Dix. Oh, Sam is it? Long. Oh right. Yeah, remember my yeah, remember my old teammate, Dodger Long, mate. What a player Dodge was, mate. He, yeah, that's his boy, mate. Yeah. I think he's got two lads, mate, Mark. Mark and Sam, mate. I think they both played for Newland in their time, mate. Um, good. Yeah, good to see them playing, Deeks. I'll go to Division 3 a minute, Deeks. Uh, just one game. Lizard or goal. They had a, well, a good win, mate. 6-3 win at Troon Reserve, Deeks. Dominic Sykes with a brace uh, for our goal in that game. And in Division 4, only the one game as well, mate. Penryn Reserves won 3-2. At Mullion thirds, um, Jamie Allen, Liam Dent, and an own goal were their scores. The reason I've um, saved Division Two to the end, Dix, will become apparent, mate, shortly. <laughs> I'm sure you know about it already. But um, but yeah, mate, there's only a couple of games in that. Sinai's reserves, um, they had a three nil win at Cold Rose reserves, but that game almost slipped by unnoticed Deeks in the division because um, there was an absolutely incredible game um, at Kararik Deeks, uh, who moved up to second, mate, um, beating Tregony Deeks 16-7. Ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous. I know. It, no, it wasn't rugby, mate. They didn't change <laughs> and have a game of rugby. It was football. Um, but the ironic thing is, Deeks, I probably would have, been there if Ben wasn't injured mate I was going to go and watch Crowley that day so I'm, I'm pretty gutted if I'm honest to miss that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, well I'm surprised Phil won at the game really mate yeah. you know 16-7 yeah. he follows the goals <laughs> yeah. around doesn't he so does he doesn't he yeah he certainly does mate but um, but yeah but uh, well Danny Ford Deeks. Danny Danny Ford, you know, I mean, Danny scored goals all over the county for a lot of years now, Deeks. Well, Danny ended up with seven in that game, mate. Um, and Justin Pierce had that trick as well, mate, amongst the many scorers, Deeks. So, uh, but, um, I mean, you're on the pulse again, Deeks, and you, you, you're there, mate, to interview Danny. So, here he is now, mate, to tell us all about it. Now then, we heard from Matt Lloyd earlier in the podcast who scored four goals in in uh, 11 minutes last Saturday. Now we're going to go to someone else who enjoyed himself just as much, if not more, 
Danny Ford. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, fine, thanks. Now, for those that can't remember, we've had you on the podcast before, haven't we? Uh, when you scored the perfect hat-trick in how many minutes was that? That was four minutes for praise, yeah. And how long ago was that? I think that was two seasons ago. Right. So what happened on Saturday then? Um, you Well, it <laughs> the result was 16-7, wasn't it? Um have you ever played in a in a match that ended up that many goals? Never, never, <laughs> never thought it would. It's just it was just crazy. Right, and and how many goals did you get? Uh, seven in the end. What was well, it? What the, makes it so special for you? Well, I did a perfect hat trick again in just under three minutes this time. Just um, to, right. so that's that's what that's what basically made it special for me. Right, and the, my own record. right, and the perfect hat trick. As anyone who, who wonders what we're talking about when we say a perfect hat trick, one with the right foot, one with the left foot, and one with your head. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, how many did you score in total? Seven. Seven. Was there any good goals, or were they all tap ins? Or yeah, the, to be honest with you, in the game, I'd say about five or six of the goals were tap ins, and the rest of them were all. Apart from two penalties, the rest were all really good goals. Good, all, most of them outside the box. How did the game go in the sense that it, were you always well in front or what? Yeah, it, it kind of was crazy. We went five nil up in about sixteen minutes, I think. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was we thought it was done and dusted. We thought it'd be you know, eight or nine nil, and that'd be the game over. But then they scored a couple, and we got a couple more. And then they scored a couple more and we thought it's going to be one of those days where it's wet, it's windy, the pitch is cut up and it's just yeah, going to be one of those games where it's just going to turn to a cricket score. We could see it come in by halftime. <laughs> it nearly was a cricket score, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, 9-3 nine, nine, or 9-4 nine, nine, halftime, I think it was. Right, right. And the the game, we haven't actually mentioned who you're playing for. It, it was Kaharik. Kaharik, yeah, Kaharik first team, yeah. And you beat, um, uh, who was it? Uh, Tregony, wasn't it? Tregony 16-7, yeah, that's right. So, uh, and actually, you, you, well, you're going well this season, aren't you? Second in the table, I see. Yeah, we do. We're going, I think we're going, yeah, second now. Um, the aim there is just promotion, I think, um, for Dario. Uh, he's got a bunch of lads there for a couple of seasons now. He wants to get back up the leagues. I said I'd help him do it. Right. And uh, so for the stats man or stats men, um, you, you said you had three in, what, three minutes? Just under, yeah. Basically, the third goal went in and I just asked the ref. I said, that was because if it's quick, um, I'll just ask the ref. I'll just say to him, you know, is that quick? How quick was that? And he said, he started, like, you know, stopped his watch and writes in his book. He yeah. said it was under three and he just, he just guessed at a time about 2.50, 2. he said. Right. So it's definitely under three minutes. Um, so that's the time I went with. Right. So I know last time we weren't quite sure whether it might be a record or whatever, but surely this time it's got to be, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I spoke to a, 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 um, a friend of mine from Hale, Andrew Withers, and he said he knows a person that did just a hat trick, all right footed in two minutes and 38 seconds. But two minutes 50 for a perfect hat trick must be, must be a record, surely. <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let's, unless anyone can show us evidence that it's better, we've got to take it as being the best, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope so, because on a Saturday, that's what you go to football for, don't you? To play football, enjoy it, and yeah, score goals and win. Now, you've scored goals pretty much wherever you've played. So, what are you doing, yeah. What are you doing though, playing, what is it, Division 2 in the Trelawney League? 
Is it two, is it? Something like that, isn't it? I think it's, uh, I'm not sure I thought it was one. Um, after have a look. <laughs> uh, I just I was gonna I was gonna go play for Hale this season and I live quite far from Hale. So I thought live play a bit closer, my manager picks me up and yeah, I just thought go keep it for Carrick and help my friend out because he's managing the Right. And and I can confirm it is division two. I've just had a look whilst you've yeah. been talking. So so okay. but you're in second place and looking well, like you said, when you're in a top, they're only one point above you. Have you played them yet or not? Uh, I didn't play them. I think I think they did at the start of the season. I missed two games at the start of the season. I've only played five league games. You've only played five league games. How many have you scored then now with that seven that you scored last Saturday? Um, you've got it there in front of you probably, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> probably, uh, yeah. I think, I think it's 17, 17, 18 maybe. I, uh, I hate to tell you this, but actually, yes, I have got it in front of me, and it says sixteen. So, but that's—I uh, uh, don't know whether you. I think, modest... one, I think one will. Be, I think one will be added onto that because it said six on the site. Seventy, I think. All right, because uh, yeah, according to this, you played six games and you've scored sixteen. But um... oh, that's news to me. That's ideal. <laughs> so, you, you obviously were there once when you <laughs> when, when, as far as you're concerned, you were somewhere else. But, uh, but yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> Um, next, next highest goal score to you. Well, they've only got four, so um, you're well ahead. Uh, you're well ahead on the Kaharit score charts at the moment. Yeah, yeah, I do like a golden boot to be fair. <laughs> and the other day, d- d- you scored from the halfway line, didn't you? Or from kickoff? <laughs> yeah, kickoff. Um, straight from kickoff. Yeah, we we played St Ives at home, and they just scored, and they're all celebrating in the half, and the keeper was. Um, Probably went into his area just inside his own area. I just asked the ref, can I go? We're all in the half. He checked. Um, they're all in the half. He blew the whistle and I, yeah, straight from kickoff over over the keeper's head straight down the middle of the goal. Yeah, <laughs> up the hill. I bet they complained, didn't I they? Did try it. They did. They did. They wasn't happy. They was definitely not happy. But um, I, I do try it. Um, I do try it quite often and I've done it a fair few times. Right. Oh, well. I always look. I always look to keep it off his line. So goals mean a lot to you, Danny, don't they? Yeah, they do. That's why I play football for. It's a team game, obviously, but you know, on a Saturday you go and you try to do the best for your team. You want your team to win. But personally, if I don't score and we win, I'm not a striker. I'm not happy. But I'm happy we won the game. Right. I think I personally had a rubbish game if I don't score. So who you got coming up this Saturday? You got a game? Yeah, we got Provost at home. We beat four-three uh, last week. Right. So, um, could be a few more goals then? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I got a couple last time against him. And then the week after, we have Tregany again away. Oh, my. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they'll be looking forward to that one, won't they? <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't know because they scored seven and they could have scored a lot more. They could have, they could have had 15. We could have had 25. <laughs> It was just... Um, oh, no, what? Everyone gave up. I think everyone just gave up. It was just a crazy situation. So, in a game that could have ended up Kaharik 25, Tregony 15 or something like that, what was yeah. your best goal? Talk us through your best goal of the game. Probably my first one. Probably, yeah, the first one was about 25 yards out to right in the box and Dario just knocked it back to me. Took a touch on my on my right foot and whipped it across the keeper, the top left hand corner. Right. Um, yeah, that's probably the best one. But I scored one, two, I think it was three or four of them outside the box. But that was the best one out of the lot. How how far out was the header? 
header was, um, I'd say the header was just inside the, the box. Um, Will Rowe crossed it in, I just cut across the defender and flipped it over the keeper, flipped on over the keeper. Right. Into the top top left hand corner. Um, yeah, the goal. So, yeah, they're, they're all decent goals. And Tregley scored um, a free kick from 30 yards up, top left hand corner. Absolute great goal they scored. Um, two one on ones of our keeper, but the keeper come out and they chipped over the keeper. They had some good players. Um, what let them down is they didn't have a keeper, but they had a keeper, but he was. It wasn't the best. Well, you shouldn't be um, telling us that. We, you know, we were impressed with your seven goals. Now you're telling us. <laughs> now you're telling us a goal. He only had one hand. Yeah, no, he had no hands. No, he, uh, <laughs> he, he, was, he was great. Great in the air, shot stopping. But on the floor, he wasn't. He wasn't great. Um, but it was just one of those games. You could see it coming at half time. Um, after the game, was all a bit stunned. <laughs> to, be honest, to be honest with you, a lot, a lot of the lads in the change room were a bit. Bit annoyed we conceded seven, even though we won the game. Well, yeah, it is quite odd, isn't it? Normally, it's totally yeah. one-sided, but for a team to to score seven and lose, um, I would imagine Tregony must be pretty disheartened as well. Tregony must be, yeah. That's probably the first time they scored seven away all season and lost. <laughs> if I if I went away and I scored seven somewhere and we lost, I'd be fuming. Right. Okay. So. Before we let you go, what's the prediction for Saturday? What's the scoreline going to be? I'm going to go 5 2 to Harrick. Right. We'll be watching on that result and see how close you are. But for the moment, Danny, thanks very much and uh, well no done worries, with the goals. Dave. Thank you very much and thanks for the call. Yeah, well done to 40, Deeks. You know, natural goal scorer, mate, at, at almost every level of Cornish football over the years, Deeks, isn't he? And, and he, you know, like these days, he doesn't even know what division he's playing in, does he? <laughs> <laughs> he's still scoring goals. He just doesn't know what division he's playing in. But yeah. but like you said, mate, 25-15 would have been a decent scoreline, mate. <laughs> 20, and I think no, might- it wouldn't have been a decent score. 25-15 would have definitely sounded like a rugby game then, wouldn't it? But, uh, but- yeah, yeah, it would have been a bit nuts. I just want to say, Dick, sorry, I just, just think Tregany keeper um, Stevie Wonder deserves a mention as well, Dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I suggested I, su- I suggested Danny might have only had one hand, but Danny reckoned he didn't have any, did he? So <laughs> he added a couple off the line, apparently. Mate. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, just the thought of you know, Tragedy obviously travelled down, came away yeah. having scored seven goals, and they still didn't get anywhere close to winning, did they? It's mental, Dicks, isn't it? When you think about it, yeah. You like, yeah, like you say, mate. You know, travel away somewhere and score seven away from home, and you go home and say you still got fresh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's mental, Dicks, isn't it? Yeah. it's yeah. I don't think we'll see another score like like that for a little while, mate. Will we? Sixteen seven puts Godolphin reverse to Shane Dicks, doesn't it? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh right, yeah. that's that's yeah. football for you, isn't it? That's what yeah. the grassroots football, I suppose. That's sometimes what yeah. you get, isn't it? Some bizarre, bizarre results. So uh, exactly, Dees. That's what it's all about, isn't it? That's yeah. why we love it, isn't it, mate? That's why we love it. Yeah, yeah. Just to end with Dees, there's, there's there's a few games in Trelawney this weekend. I, I just 
pick one from each division, mate. You know, just if anyone's interested, mate. You know, Trelawney Premier. Interesting bottom V top clash at the showground digs at Stidians. Um, they got West Cornwall. Oof. The uh, all conquering West Cornwall. Yeah, tough old ask, mate, isn't it, for them? Mm. Um, and then Division One digs. Well, after a bit of a junior cup disappointment last week, mate, there's a local derby for New In Titans at St. A Third Stakes at the Vogue. Um, they'll be looking to go back to the top of the table, New In Titans, mate, after Newland non Atletico gone to the top. Division Two, Kararik v Probostics, they renew their uh, seat, well, their Division Three rivalry from last season, Dicks, and, and they played a couple of weeks ago, and Kararik won 4 3 at Probus. So I'd imagine it'd be another pretty tight game between those two, mate. Good game to watch, I would have thought. Mm. Um, yeah, good, two good teams, Dicks. And Division Three, uh, it's first v third Deeks in that one drop ship v Lanner. Um that, that looks like the standout game, mate. Um I just just to point out it's being played at Ponsmere Valley Deeks, Parent Wharf, two thirty kickoff. So Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I know Dropship have had a few problems with a like a home month they Deeks over the sort of years and stuff, but but um, you know, a real thriving club but you know, not sure they got a real. You know, I know they're playing at Curie, aren't they? And at Omens, I think they're first mm. and second team player. Yeah, but this one's at Perrin so good to see the pitch being used. Anyway, mate, in it at Ponsmere Valley, there, Diggs. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm a bit intrigued as to how a league can allow a club in if they haven't got a home as such. Um, they must have yeah. declared. They must have uh, declared. You know. a, a a venue as being their home, surely, when they apply for the league. So it's all a bit weird, yeah. isn't it, that? Yeah, it is a little bit, Dix. I think they did, Dix. I think Dropship of, um, I mean, Curie, you know, they're, they're sort of defunct now, they? Curie is a football team. So I think Dropship have sort of claimed that as their, their own venue, really, Dix. But, um, but yeah, but for some reason, this one's... Um, but Per and Paul from Saturday, Dicks, just in case anyone travelled to Curie, mate, and <laughs> right. he yeah. wouldn't have been that happy with me, mate, would they? No, say? no, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. No. <laughs> but um, just to finish, Dicks, Division 4, 3rd v 5th, I think, Dicks, in that one. Uh, Wendron 5th, the Penryn Reserves, Dicks, little local derby, looks decent there, mate, I think, in Division 4. And that, and that's it, really, Dicks, for the, I mean, it's all about the Junior Cup, um, Last weekend, Deeks, wasn't it? And I've got to say, Deeks, without blowing our own trumpets, mate, um, the two games we picked out as possible, well, the two division gap giant killings, mate, weren't they, really? Mm. We, we picked out a couple of games and they both came off, Deeks. They both happened. Um, in the East, mate, I mean, obviously it goes all in, doesn't it, for the third round now, Deeks, doesn't it? So yeah. that's what gets interesting. But obviously still division division all at the minute these games and but in the east mate the the top of division two in the duchy grand pound they beat the, the top of the premier league digs uh safegate seniors two nil um and it's a ref mate where one of my old mates uh dan bennett's was refing the game digs and he he sent us a text and and um well he said keep up the good work on the podcast actually digs didn't he but he also said mate um Grand Pound and, and Southgate were really two good footballing teams and both were a sort of a credit, you know, credit to the Dutchy League Deeks and he really enjoyed the game, mate. Didn't have any troubles at all and it was a fantastic game of football. So, well done to Grand Pound there, mate. 2-0. Good. Bit of a 
Yeah. Uh, and in the Westies, we did actually pick out tougher Division Three. We've just been talking about them drop ship, mate. Um, and they beat top of Division One, mate. The all-conquering New in Titans, Deke. They they tasted defeat for the first time this season, mate, didn't they? New in Titans. So yeah, that, and that's probably. Would you say that's more of a surprise than the other giant killing, or or, or not? Yeah, yeah, I would think. Yeah, I would actually, mate. Because New in Titans been absolutely flying, haven't they, mate? Yeah. So the last yeah. season as well as this season. So um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they won their they won their league in March last season, Deeks, didn't they? Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. 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 Good side, mate. No doubt. So yeah, I think you're right, Deeks. I think that was the big shock of the day, mate, wasn't it? Out of all the, was there any others, mate, that uh, sort of caught your eye, Deeks, over the old Junior Cup sort of fixes last Saturday? Um, not not as such. I mean, obviously, uh, we were talking about Godolphin a moment ago. When it comes to goals, they went down eleven nil at St Brood. Not surprised, but yeah. perhaps um, a bit disappointing. It was such a big margin. But um, and well, Boss Castle they did well nine nil away win against uh, Holywell and Cuba. Yeah. Again, they're a division higher, but um, um, you know, nine nil is quite a you know, convincing scoreline. And the one non-Cornish um, League sort of side, Torpoint Athletic, they, um, their fourth team, we, we always mention about Wendron and their five their five Saturday teams. With Torpoint have got four. Yeah. Um, they play in the Plymouth District Division 1. They went down 1-0 at Lenivet Inn. So um, that sounds as if mm. it's a, a tight game. Um yeah. Good sideline, is it, Deeks, as well? No disgrace in that, mate. Yeah, no, that's right. So, uh, um, I guess we've got to mention now also in the uh, East section, there's a game there, Gerrans and St. Maul's 3, St. Morgan 2. It was an all-Division 1 clash. Not, um, one assumes, home advantage made sure that Gerrans go through, but... Um, um, it was an opportunity for me to speak to their um, manager, Andy Eyre, and um, he, he does all sorts of things at the club, Rapu. Let, let's listen to what Andy's got yeah, to say. Yeah. Right then, let's get a man back on the podcast that we've had on before, but um, he's into the music. It's Andy Eyre. Now, what am I talking Dave, about, Andy? What am I talking about when I say you're into the music? <laughs> Morning, Dave. Um, <laughs> I would probably say you're hinting towards our little um, video highlights package that um, has uh, received some good compliments on the music choices. Yeah, that's right. Now, before we do talk about that, um, which is far more interesting, um, football-wise, you're doing all right this season. At um, now Let's give you the full title, Garens and St. Moore's United, aren't you? Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's quite a weird feeling, I'd say. Um, it just shows again that we've we've worked hard behind the scenes during the summer. Uh, the ninety nine percent of the squad are all pretty much were they're all from the Roseland. So mm-hmm. again, with no no cliche, but having a tight group of friends and players makes a huge difference with performance and results. Right, and um, results wise this season, you're well, you're undefeated in the league. You're into the third round of the Cornwall Junior Cup. Have you lost a game yet or not? Oh, I don't want to say it. I don't want to answer that because no, I just jinxed no, it for that, Saturday. Actually, no, that's I? an unfair question, isn't it? That's bound to ruin it. It's going well. We'll say that. <laughs> it's, it's going, going well. well. That's right. Right. And uh, 
what are you division one in the duchy aren't you so what's your sort of aspirations at the moment i think with the general attitude of 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 the club itself and the players at the moment we want to we want to push on again we um we made the decision pre-covid to drop down back to the duchy to bring through our, our younger players uh, to try and regroup the club, kind of press the reset button. A mm. um, bit more enjoyment, I'd say. Um, it was meant to be for less travelling, but I think we're doing just as much travelling now. They've uh, <laughs> gone to just Division 1, but um, it's worked. It really has worked. Um, a whole lot of like unity now in the club, and I think we'd love to, to progress up the league this year. Um, have a bit of a cup run um, again I've probably just jinxed it now yeah. and see what happens with the league changes next year and where we can go from there Do, do you know what's happening with the league changes because I, I've asked a few people and they're, they're not quite sure My my guess is uh, we got asked to vote recently to see whether a merger should happen I believe that East Cornwall and the Duchy Leagues and the same for Combo and the Trelawney will merge. I'm not sure if the St. Piran's comes into that as well. Mm. Um, I think it's a good thing personally. Um, we kind of have one huge league now where again, these aspiring clubs can look to, to make their way and it kind of then sets the, the, the tone for junior and senior, even though I don't think there's a, a junior and senior anymore. Mm. And I just think that, again, with, with players being able to play for some different clubs, it might uh, rein that in a bit. Mm. You mentioned about you had to sort of step back down a little bit uh, from when you were a little bit higher up the, the system. It's it's a fine line, isn't it, between having a successful side that are just happy, you know, winning as such, uh, to a side that wants to get promoted. They get promoted, they go up, but then they get stuck, don't they? And you start losing a few games, you start losing players. Is it all worth it in the end? Oh, 100%. Um, I'm not going to quote the legend Ronan Keating, but life is a roller coaster. Um, you just, you just got to ride it. No, um, it's, again, any person that's involved with managing or, uh, you know, at a club, you know, across across the country, I'd say, it's the worst feeling when you're struggling to put 11 players out or you're not sure um, who's available for that week or you're struggling to get numbers for training. We've all been there. But then it is the most exhilarating feeling when you turn up to training and you've got 17 players there. You put your, your group text out on a Wednesday morning to see who's available for Saturday and you've got the thumbs coming in. Hmm. Um, where it has been a time where we're still waiting till Saturday morning to see, you know, who who can still available. It's due to work, family commitments. You hmm. know, work's a huge factor now for people. Hmm. Um, so it, it's it's a great feeling when, when it's going well, but it's horrible when it's not. And um, I wouldn't change it. I love it. It's uh, it's it's an obsession, isn't it? Uh, the football world, the training, the matches, you know, winning a game, that feeling after, especially when the disco change rooms were in action. Um, but also on the other side of that, it's just not very nice when you come off, you know, um, a heavy defeat or a, or a close defeat, or any defeat. I suppose you're just going to make the most of it whilst things are going well, haven't you? Because you know around the corner at some stage there's going to be a hiccup. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm still calling it to the players the honeymoon period because we're very, very early into this season um, and we've started terrifically. You know, We're not going to hold that against um, anyone at all. The, the, the players have been fantastic. And the morale, you know, the changing room atmosphere before the game, even at you know, training, 
um, it's worth its weight in gold. And that does then reflect on the pitch um, for the games. But it's maintaining that and keeping that going, which which does take a lot of energy. But credit to everyone behind the scenes of the club. You know, it's it's a, it's a small team, but it's a close-knit team that proper graft. Um, the, the, the backstage chat that we have, you know, it's always on the go with, you know, even coming to mark in the pitch, to clean the change rooms, to sort in the kit, uh, loads of things. But, you know, you wouldn't have the su- success on the pitch if it wasn't for the, the graft of our team behind the pitch. No. Or behind the scenes, sorry. Yeah. Okay. And behind the scenes, we've mentioned you or mentioned the club a couple of times recently on the podcast. What is GSM TV all about? So we've um, we've very kindly been gifted a video camera. We've got um, a very generous um, uh, someone from the village that always likes to support the club each year, and other community groups like the Sailing Club. Um, and he asked us this year, you know, what would you like as a donation? And we just said, oh, we'd love a video camera. They're brilliant bits of kit. And um, there we go, you know, early Christmas present. So released <laughs> for home games, um, but it's it's a great bit. Of, great bit of kit and the lads are really enjoying it they're going into the to the the vo uh, suite we have and they're clipping all their bits and stuff and they're checking the chat and then what we do is behind the scenes we clip out the kind of highlights if there is any and then we just make it into a bit of a, a 10 minute uh, package just to again it's a bit of fun um but it's also you think, you know, don't take it too seriously, but there's elements of the game that we can look back on to see what we can work on at training. Yeah. Initially, it is a coaching tool, isn't it, rather than a yeah. disco tool? <laughs> Definitely <laughs> that. But um, again, it's just something extra that we're, we're a very rural and small club on the Roselands, but it just keeps us on the map a little bit, I'd say. You know, it's, it's difficult trying to attract players because of travelling distances. So all these little bits, you know, with I keep going back to them, the changing rooms, you know, leaving that lasting impression that we do have a nightclub mode in there, which is <laughs> which is very unique. Um, the the highlights package we put out from from the video camera, um, all the new kit that's um, arriving to us imminently this week uh, with our new partnership with One Sport. You know, it's again another Cornish company that we've uh, we've gotten very well with with Paul uh, One Sport and just the facilities that we've upgraded recently with. Our new supporter, we don't say supporters because only one person comes and watches us now. <laughs> Our supporters area. Um, we've got more plans for next year, which I'm hoping to speak to the Cornwall FA about um, this week to to kind of keep elevating um, the club. Mm. That's not Spider Hider you're referring to, is it? It is. It is him He's indeed, get, yeah. He gets everywhere, doesn't he? He does, he does. And uh, good so too, because he's just given me 20 match balls as well. So he's very much in my good books. Blimey. Right. So we better get what's the company's name again? One Sport. One Sport. Twenty match balls. Yeah. And it, if you're listening to this, Paul, commission, please. He'll <laughs> <laughs> give you another ball. So yeah. But uh, that that that's what it's about as much as on the pitch these days, isn't it? You've got to get uh, you know you've got to get these people supporting you and, and sponsoring you, and and it's a great tool. What you're doing Definitely. as well, isn't it? Oh, 100%. And we're very fortunate that we've got um, businesses, local businesses within St Moore's 
um, and the Roselands that have remained our, our sponsors um, for the last, I think we're nearly, on, I think we're on year eight now. And their commitment's key um, to providing players. And everyone likes stash, don't they? Mm. And we've got an abundance of stash. Uh, you name it, we've got it. In fact, I think someone said about GSM sliders you know, a few weeks ago. But I said, you can't give me those ideas because it will happen at some point. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it's, it's another way to attract players because, you know, everyone likes club gear don't they and um again we've got some some new stuff arriving you know as and well hopefully today or tomorrow how much time a week do you spend on football um the wife's out of the house at the moment so i can answer this honestly it's probably a second full-time job (laughs) but it's a very enjoyable um voluntary full-time job because it's it's a continuous project where you can see the club progress you know over the years from, again, again, the facilities to the playing surfaces, to the goals, to the kit, to the players. Um, it is, it's very rewarding when it's going well, but it takes a lot of energy. And I think everyone will agree with us that is involved with the local club to, uh, to keep it, to keep it upright and level. Mm. How long does it take you to edit the highlights? About six hours. So Ooh, I don't really sleep. Blimey. So, We'll down, I'll, I'll plug the camera in when I get back after the game and that will download it overnight and then I'll just go through um, the the highlights and then I'll download them all into my editing software and then it's about six hours depends on how many highlights we, we usually get around 200 highlights clipped from both halves Dude. so 100 each half Blimey. but um, so I enjoy you know it's uh, I've got a face for radio um, if, if, <laughs> haven't, if, we if haven't we you'd, all you'd think I've because visually you would think I look like James Corden. But um, <laughs> no, it's something that is, is a background hobby of mine that I've, I've done ever since I went to college. And it's, it's something nice to, to, put, to put back into the club to reward the lads if they put the hard work on the pitch. And in the, in the latest highlights, the Junior Cup game against uh, St Morgan Reserves, what's the, most, uh, what, what's the piece that we should be looking out for, do you reckon, this week? Oh, this, I've got to say there's definitely two pieces. There's the uh, the Keith clamp, so our new umbrella system to keep off the yoke dry, which I think oh, is yes. hilarious. Yeah. And also the rapper, so the MC MC Deeks and DJ Rappo shout out as well at the end. <laughs> right, I love it. Uh, yeah, actually, that that clamp is going to be very handy, isn't it? That, that is something you're going to have to look out for as the season gets on and the weather comes in there a bit uh, at yeah. your place, isn't it? Because you're a little we bit open the to the elements, aren't you? Hundred percent, and um, I did think about. I've asked Keith for a laugh now, which I know it's going to happen. I said, "Oh, come on! We, all we're missing now is some windscreen wipers for the uh, <laughs> for the camera lenses." And he's, he's, I think he's off there making them now. So <laughs> Dragons Den again. We'll be back for you. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Well, it, it, it's great talking to you, Andy. Who who you got, who are you playing Saturday? So we're away to St Clair this Saturday. All oh, right, St Clair. So, so a bit of a yeah. bit of a trip for you in that. And St Kevin in the next round of the Junior Cup, I see away. So yes, you're going to go by boat go... or what? Well, so funny you say that. Floyd in the chat said that um, can we hire the the, the King Ari ferry to get us the passenger <laughs> ferry to get us over St Kevin? But it's about an hour and forty um, around the roads. As the crow flies, we, as the crow flies, we can probably see it from St Moore's. So <laughs> yeah, um, on a good day, yeah. That's yeah right. But we're looking forward to that. We're trying to get a bus to go down there make a day of it because it's it's very rarely in fact we hardly ever get to visit west so let's make a day of it yeah great stuff um must mention that you're doing a great job um you know naming all your your sponsors on the highlights it's it's a useful tool just for that isn't it definitely and um 
someone that supported us with matchball sponsors too because again you know running a club you, you look at the electric bills and the water bills and petrol for the or diesel for the mower sorry you know paint for the lines it all costs money and it's all going up so even you know to put out there 30 pound for two games matchball sponsor it supports that and uh, we're just from these highlights and you know the views that are coming in we're, we're hitting over 150 views on average you know each game it, it, we do get the odd uh, business say oh we would like to sponsor matchball which is which is fantastic so thank you great and anyone who wants to look at the latest highlights how do they find you absolutely deke so gsm tv on youtube but if not um social media channels uh, we've got a little team behind them like to chuck stuff out onto instagram twitter and facebook great stuff thank you very much andy and thank you, Deeks. Uh, well keep it going mate we'll do big hello to rapo too you must come over and watch your game when the uh, weather's nicer yeah yeah we'll wait until about um, march time i think is what we're looking at uh, when the spring is with us superb yeah, thanks to Andy there. Um, obviously, very involved in what's happening at Gerrans and St. Balls. And actually, it was a pleasure to talk to him because he sounds so bubbly and enthusiastic. And uh, he sent me a message this morning just to say that um, their uh, new kit has arrived, um, sponsored by numerous um, different people in, in the village. And uh, he was up at six o'clock this morning, Rappo, to paint the changing room floor, would you believe it? He's, he is unbelievable, isn't he, Andy? Mate? I know we spoke to him in the past, and I mean, fantastic effort by him, isn't it? You know, to put all the highlights together, and it's a real professional job. That you, you know, like a club at sort of step three or four would be chuffed with that, Deeks, wouldn't they? Yeah. The highlights, uh, you know. <laughs> And, and and Andy's put it, you know, luckily for me, mate, you know, it's just some banging dance tunes thrown in as well, mate. You know, my my sort of music. So <laughs> I think they're absolutely brilliant, Deeks. And um, what's it, mate? MC Deeks and DJ Raffo, wasn't it, mate? Andy? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah. So, brilliant, mate. But yeah, but yeah sorry, Deeks. I mean, lovely progressive club, mate, isn't it? Beautiful venue there. Well, like you said, you know, more so in the better months and in the winter, but... And thanks to Andy for the invite, Deeks. We're gonna we're gonna have to do that, mate. And we're gonna go down and you know, can't wait to see the disco changing room and and those lovely, lovely new lush box nets there, Deeks. And, and the pit and the team doing well on the pitch as well, mate. So yeah. lovely to get that support off the village as well, Deeks, isn't it? You know, nice VO camera. That's a nice present, Deeks, isn't it? And and Spiders One Sport Company doing the match balls. You know, I mean, you know. They, they do the match balls for the Southwest Peninsula League, mate, don't they? Spiders company. So they're, yeah. they're decent balls, mate. So, yeah, so just keep up the great work, Andy, and, and everyone else at the club really digs, isn't it? Brilliant stuff, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, well said. Oh, mate, and I had a message just now, Deeks. And, and you probably saw the last game of St. Blasey, Deeks, on Saturday with their, with their green, their white and green box nets, mate. Oh right, yeah. yeah, sweet, sweeter, mate, sweeter the new grounds than you know me old mate Dave, yeah. sweet mate. Sure, everyone in Cornish football knows sweeter. Sent me a photo just before we come on, Deeks. So they're new, the new box nets, mate, at Blaze Park. They're they're them hexagonal ones, Deeks. You know the old continental style. Oh. Yeah, they, 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 I'll send you a photo of them, mate. They're yeah. looking lovely. Right. Yeah. So thanks for the picture, sweet, sweeter. Knew I'd like them, Deeks. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, they're looking lovely, mate. Yeah, it's so, it's so <laughs> sad you get so excited about a it gold net. Sad. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Who was the last uh, player to score in their nets on Saturday, Dick? She was there, mate. River was Allen. It, uh, River Allen Ball penalty. Oh, was it River? Yeah. Oh, well, that's quite apt, mate, isn't it? Quite apt. Mm. Oh, yeah, last minute then, wasn't it, mate? Last minute, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, too late. Yeah. But, uh, but it was yeah, in, down, yeah. down the clubhouse end as well, so... Uh, Oh, was it? Nice way to finish those new nets off, mate. Hmm. Them old nets, I should say. <laughs> Perhaps what... they got them for luck, Pete. Perhaps they put them in for luck, bring them a bit more luck, mate, the new ones. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, after that. I don't think they've lost many games at home, have they, if at all, this season? No, probably haven't. Uh, well, oh. apart from that mm. FA Vars game, which pr- probably was quite an important game um, yeah. to have won, but uh, no, they're going well, yeah. aren't they? So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So great stuff there, Andy. Uh, and uh, and he's first to admit it's not just him; it's a gang of people there at um, Garrington St Moors that are you know making sure that they're doing well this season. In the uh, West uh, section of the Junior Cup Rapo second round, uh, um, were there any sort of surprises that you thought about or not? Yeah, there's a couple more dates. I mean, obviously the two we went for, you know, were. Mm. were you know, look like the sort of the best ones, I think. But but I've got to say, well done to Mount Ambrose Deeks. They they went to Premier League Frogpool, drew five all. Um, it, well, it was uh, it was four all, mate, at the end. Five all after extra time, <laughs> and then they they actually beat Frogpool three one on penalties, Deeks. So oh, right. you know, there's like a three division gap there, I think, mate, isn't there? So yeah. Yeah, you could say that perhaps um, a bit of practice taking penalties is required. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Three-one don't sound great, mate, does it? <laughs> That's right, no. Either the keepers were playing well, or um, the trees took a battering behind the goal, mate. Didn't they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, no, but, um, but oh, sorry, Deeks, Almonds as well, Dick. Sorry, got to mention Almonds, yeah, mate. Division yeah. two, yeah, beat three milestone of the Premier League five-two, didn't they? Yeah, there were a Sorry, bit, mate. You know, there were broken. there were a few turnarounds there because, uh, like you say, yeah. Holman's you know uh, two against Premier. Um, what about that seven 0 win that Probus had um, down yeah. at St Burian? Their division lower than St Burian. That was uh, quite impressive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so of course, yeah. great results all round. Third round draw has been made, of course. Um, and I, I think uh, a couple of people have sort of picked out. Uh, some games that require a little bit of travelling. You've got Holman's there. Their reward for beating three milestone is to, well, another tough one, isn't it? They go to Lundivit Inn, which you've just mentioned. <laughs> They're yeah, quite yeah. a good side in the, in the Dutchie. They so, are. Yeah. So, yeah. And we had, a tough one. Yeah, we, we heard from Andy there. Gerrins, they're down at St. Kevin. Um, almost almost an overnight stay, I would have thought. You know, yeah. the, the mileage Andy suggested. Yeah. So, uh, so that's uh, Andy can have a disco bus for that one, mate. Can <laughs> that's he? true. Take us all sleep yeah. in the bus, mate. Yeah, yeah, have a good Friday night and <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, West Cornwall host Boss Castle. That's another nice yeah, trip, that's isn't a it, for Boss Castle. Yeah, that's so, a bit, mate. Uh, have got to go up to Mevergizzy, Diggs, haven't they? Have they? Yeah, Pendine. right. So. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a trip, isn't it? Yeah, some interesting games, ties um, coming up. That's 19th of November. So uh, obviously we'll look at those a little bit yeah. closer when the time comes. But um, but Junior Cup, well, biggest cup competition in the county, isn't it? It is, Deeks, yeah. They say that, Deeks, don't they? It's, it's the best one to win, mate, don't they? Mm. Best one to win. 
Yeah. I think I've only ever got to a quarterfinal, Deeks. I think. I never, never ever never played in it, it, so I wouldn't know. No, I can. No, you you wouldn't have you wouldn't have bothered with that, Deeks. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair to say that, but, uh, but not calling you snob or anything, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it is great competition, and Bond yeah, yeah, Bond yeah. Bond Timber is still sponsoring it by the yeah. looks of things. So that's good. To, Give them a yeah. mention as well. So uh, definitely, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Couldn't do nothing without the sponsorships, thanks, could we? No sponsorships and and people helping Local behind football. the scenes. That's what every club needs. Yeah. Isn't it? So uh, yeah, it is, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it. Then wrap, isn't it? Your, your roundup is complete yeah. for another week. So you can. Yeah. You can rest easy. You've had a busy week, though, haven't you? So, uh, oh, yeah, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit t- sorry for any mistakes, Deeks, when you, if anyone's listening back. Um, yeah, I am a bit knackered, mate. Bit of a zombie, Deeks, today. Yeah, I, I think you actually did better this week, if I'm honest. <laughs> perhaps I should, uh, perhaps I should work all the time, Deeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, um, where are you off Saturday? I don't know, mate. You don't um, know. Is he honest? That? Well, no, I don't. I don't know where I'm going, really. I think. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to Falmouth um, to watch them play Canesham in the Western League. I don't often get to Falmouth yeah. on, a, on a Saturday, so uh, I thought I might take yeah. Falmouth in this this coming Saturday. So uh, nice one, mate. Nice one. Yeah. yeah. Actually, mate, Viv's got a friend uh, coming down, Deeks. Um, she, she met him on a cruise. And um, he, he's a he's a proper groundhopper, Deeks. <laughs> he, he, he how, how do you classify a groundhopper as being a proper yeah. groundhopper? Then, well, he's full on, Deeks. He does it all over Europe, mate. Um, he's been to like pitches and grounds, you know, like uh, even I haven't heard of, mate. So, uh, so yeah, and um, he's coming down this weekend, mate. So, uh, and he's he's never. Been, I think the only two grounds he said he's never been. Down here, a sticker and Camelford, I think, Deeks, he said. Oh, right. So, um, so yeah, we're sort of going to... Well, I was going to take him a sticker, mate. I was going to say, um, so is he taking Viv out for the afternoon? Yeah. Uh, let's just... Yeah. Viv, do you, you know... Viv, what's your friend called? What's your granddaughter? What, oh, what's his first name? Fred. Oh, Fred Deeks. Fred the groundhopper. Fred the groundhopper, yeah. right. He's treating yeah, Viv out to... He's, he's 1,800... Or more. 1,800. Is yeah. it great? 18... 1,800 grounds? 1,800 grounds? Blimey. Yeah. I think so. I think so, because I've got to be sure. I'll see him tomorrow. I'll yeah. yeah. check. He makes us look uh, amateurs, Deeks, doesn't he? 1,800 grounds, mate. I'm sure that's yeah. what he said. Yeah. yeah. He, that's right. He's going to watch Dicker. Not, yeah. not I'm working over Right. I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, good maybe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Deeks, that was that was the plan. Sort of uh, sticker v Weybridge um, on Saturday, Deeks, to take um, Fred the ground up there with Fred. <laughs> well, I, I'm more so. worried about Fred than I am you, rapper. To be honest, you know, is he? <laughs> what's he doing? Eighteen hundred grounds, blimey! And he's. I know. I'm gonna get. I want him to meet him so he can yeah. have a chat to him about it. Yeah, oh, plenty to talk about. I bet that'll be a fun conversation, yeah. won't it? Cool, yeah. blimey! If he's if he's lucky, Dick, so I'll show him me pin badge collection. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 if he's lucky. <laughs> 
<laughs> I might start shining them up later, actually, mate. So, where where's he come from? Where's he come from? Oh, uh, Birmingham, Birmingham way, apparently, right, mate. Right. Apparently, do. Right. Yeah, yeah, very nice gentleman, apparently, mate. Um, He's... Yeah, well, yeah. We've met him on a cruise, mate. She said he was all right on on holiday, anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, holiday <laughs> romance, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said to her, mate. But. No, no, she assures me it's not, mate. She, he's not her type. Yeah, but, um, well, providing you know, be careful. Yeah. He doesn't show her his his pin badge collection. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so uh, that's Fred the Groundhopper. Uh, he may be. Yeah. He may be. Whoever's listening to this, be uh, looking at Fred the Groundhopper. May be visiting yeah, your ground yeah. this Saturday. So. Yeah. 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 Bread the ground off. Okay. Yeah. 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 He may be at sticker. He may be at sticker. Right. Okay. So yeah. that's uh sticker in the Southwest Peninsula League West. I'm going to Falmouth. Yeah. Um Fred won't be at Falmouth by the sounds of it, but um no. I'm going to Falmouth against uh Canesham, I think, on Saturday. Uh, I don't know what the forecast is, do you, Rapper? No, I'm out of look actually, Deke, so I haven't no, I haven't had a look yet. No. Shall I have a look while we're on, mate? Well, I've got the old... Um, yeah, let's finish with the weather forecast for Saturday yeah. afternoon. Let's, let's see what it says, mate. I'll get it on Falmouth, Deeks. I'll get it on Falmouth. Where is it to? Falmouth oh, it down, down near Penryn, Falmouth. Is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I know that game, mate. I know <laughs> that game. Trying to find me weather, BBC weather. Can't find it, Deeks. Someone's <laughs> took it off me. I bet Rachel's deleted it off my iPad, mate. Saving space. <laughs> no. Yeah, let's have a look, mate. BBC weather... Uh, former on Saturday, mate. Um, oh, it's absolutely lashing down deeks all day. Uh, no, no, it's not. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. I was going to say it's more, more, more the reason for going to Falmouth with plenty of covering, a bit more than sticker. Yeah, that's, so uh, that's that's true, mate. I've actually got it here now. Saturday, Saturday. Oh, not lying actually, deeks. There's a bit, a bit of lightning here, mate. Um, <laughs> From eight p- from eight a.m. to ten a.m., mate, there's a bit of the old thunder and lot thundery showers and a fresh breeze, mate. Mm-hmm. But it gets to three o'clock, Dicks, and we got uh, oh, it's still not great, mate. Three o'clock, light rain showers and a moderate breeze, mate. Sixty five percent chance of rain, Dicks. Uh, but. Well. But it's 16 degrees, mate, so it's not that cold or anything, is it? No. So, all right. Nah, all right, all right. Good football weather, Deeks, isn't it? Good yeah, football weather. Yeah, that's right. right. I'm sure it'll be yeah. fine on the uh, on the day. It'll be all right on the day, yeah. so uh, not to worry. I know we should have Bickland Park, Deeks, doesn't it? The sun <laughs> so you say. <laughs> right, OK. Right. Anyway, that's it. Thanks very much, Rappo, for everything you've done this Thanks, week. Um, I know you've had a busy you, week, mate? haven't you? You've had a busy week working oh. so hard. So, uh, so yeah. the old ambulance has been queuing around the block. Big uh, there, oh, don't it? say that. Don't say that. So, yeah. stay safe, everyone. Thinks the old COVID ain't gone. That's for sure, mate. No, that's everyone's sure. got it. I had me jab last Saturday morning. The, uh, yeah, flu and uh, flu and uh, yeah, COVID. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, got mine this week, mate. Good. I've been holding it off. Yeah, got it this week. Right. Well, everyone... Yeah, get it, get as it done s- all at once, Deeks, isn't it? Get it done all at once. Left yeah. arm and right arm, was it, mate? <laughs> yeah, that's right. OK, we're we're <laughs> trampling on about nothing, so I think it's time yeah, to go. What that, that second keeper would have done for a couple of arms, Steve? <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK, so look out for that uh, 
Tregony, whoever they're playing Saturday, um, you know, good luck for Tregony on that game. And good luck to everyone, actually. You know, let's uh, yeah. let's hope, hope everyone has a great afternoon. Enjoy your football. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, that's what it's all about, Deeks, isn't it? And just enjoy it, mate. Have a good weekend, Deeks, and, and everybody watching. Thanks for listening. And especially Viv with Fred. Yes, mate. I hope he enjoys it. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast.